For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Talk Recorded live. Welcome to the Tuesday Night's Triumph Over Targeting podcast. I'm your moderator, Ella. Uh, tonight we have several guests, people checking in, giving us updates, and we'll be discussing the technology and tactics behind targeting, shielding, activism, and support. If you are new to the call, please stay on and we will get you some additional support, some additional TalkShoe podcast numbers, and some helpful links and websites. This is a solutions and educational-based podcast, but the views and opinions of my guests are not necessarily my own personal views or opinions. My goal is that everyone can obtain something out of tonight, especially a feeling of empowerment. If you have any suggestions, comments, questions, or especially if you're in need of some additional support, please don't hesitate to email me at tiangel2016 at gmail.com. And also, if you are new to the call, uh, what you do is when we get to the Q&A part, you just hit star 8 on your phone, and that will indicate to me that you wish to speak. And I will unmute you when it's your turn. And if you'd like to mute yourself back up, just hit star 6, and that will help keep out the background noise. So with that, I'm going to go ahead and... Um, hi, David. Did I get the right Illinois unmuted? Yeah, can you hear me? Yep, I can hear you. Great. So you know, David's been uh, out, out, uh, you know, taking care of business lately. Um, he uh, has you've relocated to Illinois. Is that correct? That's right. I, I came up to Illinois, uh, tried to reconnect with the family, and try to explain the targeting program a little bit better than what I had through letters. And yeah. uh, that's going well. I've got to the point now where I'm ready to go and file police reports and all that sort of stuff. So. And how about um, a couple? Sentences uh, for people on YouTube or people that aren't familiar with you, maybe just a, a few brief sentences on your background, what you do, and yeah. the fact what Let you me, do across uh, America. Yeah, I, so I'm a former naval officer. I'm a graduate of the United States Naval Academy. I have a degree in control systems engineering, and I worked in electronics warfare on a uh, Aegis destroyer and uh, nuclear engineering on a Nimitz-class aircraft carrier. While I was in the service, I found out about this uh, targeting program. Uh, the Navy has a kind of a similar thing. This is not quite um, the Navy's program, but uh, in any case, I knew that there was a group of uh, American citizens that were uh, in trouble, and I, I tried to figure out, you know, exactly what this program was about and how I could uh, get into it, how, who would be involved with it, and uh, I used the internet comments, kind of a scattershot approach to trying to probe and get, get a group to, to come after me. And it, it worked. You know, it worked. You know, it was just uh, like they had said in uh, my naval law class, you know, that this sort of uh, these tactics were used in the past and, you know, had been addressed in, in courts before. Uh, but obviously if, uh, you know, you're trained in something like this and there are people willing to, to pay money for it, that you can get this hired on as a service. Um, so I started uh, uh, doing public outreach a couple of years ago. Last year, I did a uh, cross-country walk to raise awareness on this issue. I walked from Lewes, Delaware, on the Atlantic coast to Jefferson City, Missouri, uh, 
And uh, at that point, I had to come home for a series of family funerals that ran into the winter. And uh, I decided to um, come home after that uh, for the winter months here and uh, get regrouped. Right now, I'm planning to uh, do a bicycle ride uh, simply because I can do 40 to 60 miles a day on a bike versus 20 to 25, and that gives me, you know, uh, twice as many uh, news media outlets to um, interact with per day, and I can cover more mileage in a season. Um, so r- right now I'm putting together money. I've got personal issues and family issues to, to get situated, and then once all that is, is in order and I've got a good uh, bit of money and all the uh, – uh, equipment bought and tested. I'll, I'll head out. I plan to do the um, the American Bicycling Association's Bike Centennial Route, which is U.S. Highway 76 that goes from Yorktown, Virginia, up to Astoria, Oregon. Uh, if it's early enough in the season, uh, when I finish that, I'll head south on the Pacific Coast Highway to San Diego, or not San Diego, but uh, uh, Santa Monica. And uh, depending on how late in the season is, I can either uh, turn up on Old Route 66 towards Chicago or take the southern tier across the southern states and uh, talk to newspapers, radio, television along the way and uh, do much like I did last year, post pictures and interact with uh, TIs that come out to visit. Um, Before that happens, uh, I'll be um, briefing my local police department on, on this issue and then uh, my family's agreed to go down to where I was living before, South Carolina, and file police reports uh, down there. So that will be a, a process. And uh, the reason I came out tonight is kind of give an update. And I'm looking for a few, maybe five to ten people that could just give a simple, you know, one-page explanation, uh, you know, one paragraph of kind of who, who uh, you are, what your uh, targeting situation is, and then um, you know, I'll, I'll have a sample letter. Um, put together, kind of, kind of what the format would need to be, because uh, this will be handed to you know a judge or a, a police officer that you know they're not necessarily briefed in it, but it would just be a, a simple one-page explanation from five to ten TIs that yes, you know there are other people that are affected by this, and then the same I did with my family. I'll bring all the books, the papers on the topic. Uh, show them Leah Remini's show on the, the Fair Game episode and um, at, at least give them a, you know, a formal police report on that. And then from there, I'm going to do a little bit of protest, not protesting, but um, public outreach there in, in uh, the Clemson area. And I'll put some newspapers ads in down there just to document that I did try to produce a witness. And maybe I'll get somebody that will we'll talk to the police department enough from there. You know, we go through the normal legal process. And if not, then I continue on and do the bike ride and try to create more public awareness um, regionally, nationally, so that we can get uh, somebody to speak up about this issue. Right. It happens to be on the other side of it, you know, the perpetrator side of it. We probably can get you a little more more people than just five people to do a letter for you. And um, you know, is that okay? Do you just want five? We can probably well, get. Yeah, yeah, we we could do. You know, it would be like you know, if we want to do fifteen, what it's something that's manageable, fifteen to twenty, and then read through them and and find which one. You know, for a you know, like I said, this will you know be handed to a you know police officer. You know, normally they have an associates or bachelors in, you know, criminal justice, they're not going to necessarily know about, you know, military intelligence, mind control, 
technique. Right. Although, although the you know Leah Remedy show, it's perfect. I mean, you've got irrefutable perpetrator and victim, and then the perpetrator admitting to you know how they were co- coerced themselves into attacking the person. So that's kind of irrefutable there. And then right. this would just be you know a few few letters to go along with that to say you know this is you know my situation. This is uh, you know I had followed David's effort last year. You, know, you should listen to what he's saying. It's it's really true. That that sort of thing, um, and, you know. I imagine that they would just want a few of them, and then you know the the ability to stay. I think there's like 50 books written on this topic. I'll bring a half dozen or a dozen of them um, with me, and then from there, at that point, at least you know, I'll have my family. You know, the plenty of documented evidence of, on this issue, and then I'll, I'll be able to file a police report down there, and then do local. Um, uh, public outreach, newspapers, talk to the media down there, and you know, eventually with this issue, you know, some one of one of the bystanders or one of the people who had a minor involvement, you know, somebody will speak up about it. So it's it's just a laborious process. Right. Yeah, I can think of like half a dozen people, you know, that could write a letter, and um, I'm sure other people listening will also want to, you know, respond and maybe uh, help out. Because it's pretty simple what you're asking for. Yeah, um, just a one one page, you know, nothing too in depth. Yeah. And uh, you know, I'll have, I'll have a template, an example letter of what you know, fill, kind of fill in the blanks, and maybe some bulleted phrases that could go in there that would uh, help the help the effort. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Um, okay. Well, there are some questions in the chat. I know we won't make it too not too many Q and A's here. This is about looking for some people willing to. Uh, help you write a letter. Um, so um, Greg, who you met, he was in the chat. He says, hey. Um, and he wanted to he wanted to know if you kind of had an idea when you were going to do your bike tour. It's just a uh, um, – it's just once once I can get all my, my, is, my family issues, my personal issues in order, get the um, – that uh, police report filed in, in the Clemson area, and then I have to get my equipment together, and then I have to have a you know a, a nest egg full you know nest egg of money that would you know pay for hotels and food and all that along as I make my way across the country. So it's just a, a matter of you know how quickly I can get that all that effort turned around and uh, earn some money in the uh, meantime to uh, support myself while I be on the road. Okay. Earliest, you know, I'm looking at it right now. Earliest, you know, I could do on my own with no help, probably July. That's the very earliest. Okay, sounds good. So July. Um, let's see. Um, you know, maybe we'll just take a. If you want to just take a couple of questions, because I know people have missed you, and people always email me and ask what you're doing. Do you want to take a couple questions? Let's keep sure. it about the campaign, though, and then. Um, Go ahead, and uh, if you have any questions about the letter campaign, go ahead and star eight. Let's see here. I don't know if this person had star eight before you spoke, but let me go ahead. Hi, New York. Uh, yes, hi. I just wanted to volunteer for, the, it's Rochelle, um, for the letter writing. I'll definitely uh, okay. partake in it, you know, for sure. Just, um, I don't know how you contact, you go to Ella yeah, to well, let me know. Uh, you you oh, can go through Ella, or you can uh, just email my email address, which is my name, D-A-V-I-D la- dot last name, B as in Victor, O-I-G-T-S at gmail.com. And you just in the 
message line, just say, hey, I heard you on talk show last night. I'd be happy to help you write a one-page letter. And then, okay, you know, sure. from there, what I would, you know, just for anyone else listening, what I'd do is I'd get an email, and then I'd send a template and say, this is what it might look like. And then maybe if you could email me back the letter, you know, I'd look at it, review it, make any changes. And then once we agree, okay, this looks good, it's smooth, I'd print it out and maybe send it to you and have you sign it and include, like, a self-addressed stamped envelope that would come back to me. And then I okay. could, once I get accumulate, you know, 5, 10, 15 of them, you know, that all have met okay. what I needed to, to do, you know, kind of the, the goal. You know, something I can show a police officer in addition to my family talking uh, okay. with me and, and, you know, books and videos talking about this issue. Yes. You know, I'm a 30, uh, going into almost 35 years uh, a, a flight attendant with now American Airlines. We just went through a merger. And my attack started uh, by way of some in-house feuding, you know, when it comes to contracts and so forth. And usually when that happens, you know, one set of people lose some things as another one gains, and then you wind up with some angry birds as a result of it. So um, Yeah, this, this but, seems to be yeah. like a, you know, a, a upper to, or mid-level to upper-level management protection scheme. You know, if it's like, yeah, oh, my gosh, yeah. we're gonna, somebody could go to jail. You know, or yeah, like yeah, an Aaron, Aaron Brockovich situation, or like you know, let's let's discredit this person rather than expose ourselves to a lawsuit right. or something. Yes. So, yeah, I've definitely, um, you know, I've gotten, I have a couple of, I know you want one page, and I've kind of um, got some some letters already, um, and you can tell me what you, you know, which is acceptable. One, keep it short. Um, of you know, me sending them out to uh, various departments and government agencies and politicians like everyone else. Yeah, this would be like a, you know, real real simple generic, you know, to whom it may concern, you know, what this guy is saying is, and it would be all, you know, I have a specific way I explain it. I use, now that, you know, Leah Remini has put that show out, it's just the perfect teaching tool. And it's, you know, the face that people, you know, so I I kind of refer to that. And then I refer to, you know, uh, Dr. Duncan's and Dr. Hall's books. And yes. you know, three four paragraphs. It's you know, try to make it as simple as possible, so so that yes. you know, police officer, you know, it's Tuesday afternoon. You <laughs> you got these people talking yes, about this weird issue, and not to overwhelm them. But oh, by the way, here's 15 other people that say this has happened to me as well. And you know, Dave has tried his best to um, raise awareness on the issue. And here's the things that he has done over the last year to try to get assistance with it. And this is kind okay. of why why the delay in the, you know, why didn't I go to, immediately to the police department, you know, when this was yes. happening? Why why did I take a year to, you know, build consensus to before I go and file a police report? So they're going to, you know, you got to kind of anticipate what the questions they're going to ask and yes. be able to answer a good good number of them. Okay. Yes, I just need a little guidance, and um, definitely, okay. uh, yes, of course, I'm in. I'll, I'll do it for sure. Okay, but thank you. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate it. Okay. Um, okay, a couple more quick calls. So the letters are up to you. You guys can write them how you wish, So, and then he'll just kind of um, look them over. Let's see. Here, I'll go to California. I'm getting questions that don't really pertain to what we're talking about. Hey, California. Hi. Hi. What my uh, first question, but I'm going to email him because my situation is so different and it involves law enforcement. And if he's going to go through 
uh, had just hand the info to police. I might want to rethink if I contribute a letter, even though my story needs to get out there too. But I'll email David direct with my question. Okay. Okay. And there was a question here. Um, yeah, so you guys go ahead and just send him, you know. I have, like I said, I know about five people, um, including Dr. Sean Andrews and Matthew. Yeah, and Dr. yeah so, Matthew. so Ella, it's, what, I, what I'm looking for is, is boilerplate. So it would just be, you know, I would look for somebody. Just hit me, hit my email, david.voits at gmail.com and say, hey, yeah, I'd, I'd love to help. And then I would have a standard, okay, paragraphs one through five. You know, I kind of want it to be you know, quite similar information with, um, I'll provide you know a sample letter and then some bulleted phrases that I, you know I would you know among all the letters I would like all that information in the the letters and then uh, you know it, it'll just be an email conversation you know we'll go, we'll go I'll go back and forth with the people that are interested. Okay, great. And then there's a woman here. Um, she's kind of new to the community. She said she watched the Leah Ramini. Um, but she's not sure what types of activities the probes did that you're referring to that pertain to us, possibly. Can you elaborate? She she said she watched what? The Leah Rem I don't know, I'm not sure if I'm saying that. The yeah, yeah, Lee, yeah, Leah Remini show. Uh, yeah, so, Remini. Um, for, if, if for those that, that aren't familiar with that show, uh, so Leah Remini was a, a lead actress on the television show King of Queens. It was a CBS comedy that ran in the 2000s. Um, and she was also a part of the Church of Scientology. And lately there have been, you know, some revelations about some of the troubles in that church. I guess, like, the leader was, like, beating people up or something. And uh, so she started she, – she wanted to capture that issue because as, a, like, a parishioner in the church, you know, that kind of piqued her interest. You know, you can't – you know, you think you're going to church, you can't have, like, the clergy, you know, beating up the parishioners. And so she, she went and got a couple of the uh, – um, some video of some of the you know people who were making claims, and she also found out about this disconnection policy. And so from there, it turned out you know she uh, learned about this what they call a fair game program, which is the TI, which is exactly the TI portion minus the electronic harassment. So that they they were able to find people who you know there was a guy uh, uh, Sweeney, I can't remember his first name, uh, but he worked with the BBC as a reporter. And he was trying to uh, write an article about uh, the leader of that church, I guess, beating up some of the spokespeople and you know, higher-ranking uh, members of the church. And they show you know, kind of the systematic destruction that they put people through who write negative information or talk negatively about that church. And it's kind of a TI program. So they were doing things like slandering them in the community. They, they said, uh, you know, the guy's a bald, I think they said a bald alcoholic lunatic or something. Don't listen to anything he says. They'd put, hire people to, you know, move in apartments around them and they'd slander them in their, their community. And um, they had people filming them in their neighborhood. They found, you know, cameras pointing at the front of their house from across the street. And so the the guy, the one of the main perpetrators that was doing this to uh, uh, this BBC reporter uh, later on, had to get out of the church himself because he couldn't. You know, because he did not stop that reporter from making the report, he was then going to be, I guess, disconnected from his family and exiled to Australia. So he he got out and then kind of started talking about all the things as you know in his job to 
kind of give the targeted treatment to people, you know, that he was doing and, um, you know, tried to act to stop and, and make amends for what uh, he had done. And so they did that process to him, but, you know, he had knowledge of what would happen, so he videoed um, some of the attacks, and he got um, uh, he was able to, to show that there were people following when he moved to another state. You know, this person who had moved in you know, next to them and befriended his wife followed them. So that, that was kind of like, uh, you know, a proof right there that, you know, that there's interstate stalking involved in the program. And then uh, they had things like people protesting outside of his house. And then another guy, I can't remember, it's like Marty something. They're protesting out of, outside that, that guy's house. They've got video of that. And then they also showed where he was talking to a different, you know, going back and then admitting to the reporter um, that, yeah, we were really stalking you and, and harassing you in this way. It wasn't just in your head. Um, he was, at that point, you know, on the phone in a doctor's office for a do- his wife's doctor's appointment, and then suddenly all these people come into the doctor's office. It, it, it's a great show. I mean, it just it shows all the psychological warfare tactics. But, you know, they, they've got audio of, of them trying to stop him from talking to this reporter. Uh, so it's just a great, great teaching tool. And um, so that's I, I think that's kind of what I use now to try and explain the psychological warfare um, and psychological harassment techniques. And then I kind of refer to uh, a playlist on TED.com. People are very familiar with the TED Talks. One of them is called Tech That Can Hack the Brain. You watch that uh, six-part um series of TED Talks in that playlist, you get that this technology exists in the uh, real world. I also refer to Dr. Jack Gallant, who works at the University of California, Berkeley, who does functional MRI migrating. You watch an hour of that, and you, you absolutely come away with the understanding that, you know, you can take brain information and get speech and visual and auditory information from that uh, MRI uh, scan. And then uh, now with Elon Musk, he's he's founded a company called Neuralink, which we can refer to. And there's also a, a Silicon Valley a millionaire or billionaire that's founded a company called Kernel, which does some of this some similar uh, research. So that's kind of kind of a route I go trying to explain. It's a tough topic to try to articulate. Okay, well, thank you. That's a very that's insightful, and that's uh, some good information. Okay, Rhode Island has a question. Okay. Hi. Uh, Hi. Hello. Um, I have a question. Uh, uh, one would be: uh, so you hear that um, the word militarization of police forces in the United States? Uh, what, what was your comment regarding that? In any. Um, type of new weapons that they are using are allowed to use on citizens, either covertly or... Yes, there's a recent interview that uh, Dr. John Hall did, I thought was great, the the way he answers that question. um, And then there's uh, there's a CBS commentary from a guy named, uh, what's his name, Ross, I think it's maybe Dave Ross or something. He he does the nationwide radio... um, media bits that, that go out on all the, the radio stations. But you know, between the two of them, they kind of describe it as a, a revolving door of military 
uh, and intelligence contractors, meaning that you, you kind of have a military career and then you have an intelligence career. You know, they may not be like a full 20 years, but, you know, you, you go from the military to the intelligence, FBI, NSA, that sort of thing, and then they go uh, out to a contract position while still holding their top secret, secret compartmentalized, or whatever other crazy read-in that they have. And then those are the guys that, that kind of um, spearhead some of this this community-based harassment and community-based, you know, quote-unquote testing. But it's really, you know, kind of like this is po- political, you know, like partisan violence. It's, like we said, the Aaron Brockovich situation where you want to silence somebody that may have dirt on your company or to make a problem go away or just revenge. Um, so it's not necessarily the militarization of police. This is a group of people who have backgrounds in special warfare, uh, field intelligence gathering, and especially interrogations, like the guys that are doing like the rendition and torture. And from that, they'll pull you know guys that are especially... Um, I guess brutal or they don't have a moral compass and that's the group of people that are in charge of this program, you know, from a con- you know, contract position and then they may work in that, that field, make some money and then uh, finish up and go back, back into the government. And, you know, it's, it's just kind of a, like this political back scratching, you know, they've got guys on the left guys on the right, they have political cover to do this. And then the intelligence communities want data. So they get biometric data that gets fed back into this weapon system um, that that goes back to, um, you know, the folks within the intelligence community for analysis. And there's probably some cover stories that go into it. They could say, you know, it's volunteers or, you know, they're doing it in an academic setting and it's, you know, kind of a treachery. So I, I would say it's not necessarily like, you know, the militarization of police where you're seeing, you know, water tanks or riot, you know, special riot gear that you're, you're wearing. And this is a kind of a specialized group that's doing it, people that have worked in specific fields within the military and intelligence communities. Well, they would have to have um, permission from the city, correct? Um, I mean, the, the chief no, of police? This, no, this, this would be one of those things. This is corruption. So this is like you don't get, like, quote-unquote permission. This is like you have found a police officer you can buy, you know, you can buy them or they're, you know, can be influenced such that they believe that, you know, the person's, I don't know, selling drugs or prostitution, whatever, you know, the the standard Mm -hmm. lies that they tell to get somebody to uh, go after them. And then they they don't tell them a full scope. They just say that, you know, they're kind of harassing them. They don't necessarily know that they're participating in torture right away. And then at some later point, once they realize, oh, my God, I'm on the hook for multiple felonies, you know, I I have to kind of continue to help with the crime or I could, you know, end up in prison myself. Well, I'm kind of, maybe this will help others, too. If you could uh, please explain, you said that you're going to take um, sort of like affidavits or or, or, um, statements from... um, Yeah, yeah, so like a show... Yeah, I think it was like a couple, it was last year that uh, Derek got a a booklet of 43 testimonies or something like that from TIs. Mm -hmm. All all I'm trying to do is just just get a stack of of paperwork of people that could say, okay, yeah, you know, basically what this guy is saying is true, it's happening to me. 
And then that's going to be in addition to my family talking with the police, showing them all this literature on the topic. And then all I'm trying to do is file a police report without getting a 5150. That's kind of what the the goal is in the short term. And oh, you're concerned they, about your own. You're concerned about, I've heard of that, 5150, okay? That means psychiatric detainment yeah, or something so like that. Yeah, you can't, you, like, if you go to uh, a police officer and you tell them this story without overwhelming proof, you know, they may try, they just say, oh, this is a person that's in crisis. They need to be thrown in the psych ward. So what I'm trying to do is, is get some, some paperwork from some people saying, no, he's not the only one. And, and here's all of the logical steps he's gone through to, um, raise awareness of this issue, and then here I'll come with books, papers, family members, so that I can file a police report, so that now from there I can try and go force a witness to, to cough up some information on it. I've got a, a, a way to say, okay, this is a legitimate complaint. If anyone tries in the community, now that I'm, now that you know, I've, I've got that police report in, I can now send out letters to the community, and when they call the police department, the police will not tell them to just ignore it and throw the letter away. They'll say, okay, this is a legitimate complaint. You know, if you have any information, please give it to us. That's kind of the, the goal. So you think you think that, okay, so a woman earlier stated that, um, well, Ella, just shut me off if you get a million other questions, but I'm trying to ask questions that other people would be interested in. But so the woman earlier said that her issue involved law enforcement, but, um, well, I guess my question is, how would the other states, how are the victim statements from other states going to benefit? How can you take that to another police department when they don't have, unless it's federal, they... Yeah, like I don't know how that's going to benefit you. Like this is, how can you do that? Get victim statements from other states. I'm. I think you said you're in Illinois, but you want. Uh, how I'm in Illinois. Gonna... I'm going to go to South Carolina, and because the, the the crime against me happened in South Carolina, so I I've now got to the point where my family will go with me to South Carolina and help me file a police report. Having the you know, it, it's one thing to have books, but to have like no, this is like these are other people. These are 15, 20, 30 other people that are in the same situation. They're, this is a small sampling. There are thousands. You know, there are people that have been, you know, talking about this issue for 30 years. And there are government documents from the 70s that prove that, yes, they really were dosing people with LSD. And, yes, they really were doing all sorts of weird experiments on people in various, you know, social institutions. So um, you're, so, as a so this person... Is just, it's just a, in a way, you know, just a, a way to accompany all accompany the statements and then provide this information to to them so that they can look at it and then from there when this information takes time like when you get your first you first hear about it it's you know it's like it's funny or maybe the person's a little crazy but with that amount of proof and then the fact that I sent out 10,000 letters last year this time you know there's you know anywhere from a couple of weeks to a couple of months maybe a couple of years before they they get it they get how the the program works and because this is attempted murder and torture, there's really no um, statute of limitations on this. From there, you know, eventually a witness will talk. You know, if you get, you, we're, we're trying to create a situation where, you know, a police officer can say, you know, if this is true, you know, if this torture is going on, you could be, you know, you could be liable here. You better tell me what you know. And then if somebody, you know, somebody speaks, then from there, all all the other people that are mentioned in the police report can be questioned said, we already got three people that have, you know, have mentioned that, yeah, we really did have, you know, whatever 
uh, you know, like here in Chicago, they they videotaped a couple of these assaults. I'm sure that there's video evidence and uh, forum comments and stuff that they can. They'll somebody will eventually show them to them to kind of protect themselves from, um, you know, the threat of charges or whatever, or just because it's the right thing. They may mention something it's like, "Yeah, I thought we were just making fun of them. I didn't know that it was much deeper issue than that." But you're concerned about yourself, and you were in the Navy. If, if I understand correctly, you made some of these weapons. You have 10,000 letters from people, and you're concerned about getting a 5150 um, because you have been um, a target? That's not good. Hello? Yeah, I don't know how to process. I don't know. If that, I think you're just attacking me there. I don't know if that's. A oh no 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 no! I'm not. I no, don't think okay. that's so, that. Uh, no 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 no! Absolutely not. Um, so I will just tell you. I've all right. So let me. Well, I'll tell you a little bit about myself. Um, I live in Newport, Rhode Island. You know, near the Newport um, work. You know, the Naval War College. Did you ever study here? You must have at some point, maybe. Yeah, I was stationed there. Yep, I've been to the Naval War College. Okay, so I lived there, and this is happening to me. Um, Actually, the stalking, um, I believe, is orchestrated by um, law enforcement for the benefit of of this property that I live on, which is funded by HUD. so I guess I guess I all I have been in the past couple of months I've been on these phone calls I've been hearing about this fifty one fifty now I will tell you they have tried to uh, discredit me maybe not maybe they have they they've tried to line up these things with the psychiatric thing I have a B in psychology yeah, that, that's, I guess that, that's okay. nothing yeah that's that's the threat so if they haven't threatened you with that so here here's ever that's what this is so there there is really a guy at at the local police department that has given been given a uh, false personification of, you know, usually a target, but, but, you know, if there's somebody that's on the payroll for the TI program, you know, in law enforcement, they mm-hmm. will try to convince the other people in law enforcement that if this person comes, comes here and starts talking about the TI stuff, that maybe they're in crisis. You know, maybe this is somebody that should go to, to get a 5150. And that's, that's how this program is kept silent they use the psychiatric psychiatric um you know uh, the psychiatric what's the word i'm looking for not institution but uh evaluation or profession yeah the profession you know they use they use that as a cover like you know in the 1600s it was the church you know they would call somebody a heretic now let's use the psychiatric profession as a way to cover our crimes so they you know they yeah the the if you go, if you're hmm. a target, and you go to to the police by yourself without overwhelming proof, you know of, of what's happening to you, and you're able to to cogently, logically explain, you know this this program, they will try to fifty one fifty, or they will call your family and try to get your family to help them uh, send you off for a psychiatric evaluation, and then at that point you get discredited. And so that's that's a that's part of this process that that TIs need to understand is you should not alone be talking to um, police. police, you know, unless yeah. you have a full grasp of this and a lot of documentation that you can provide. And you're, yeah, yeah I, this is one of those things. It's bring a friend, bring a family member when you want to talk to law enforcement or a lawyer. You know, it's not this is not one of those things you go by yourself and try to 
talk to law enforcement. I mean, I would think that going, uh, start, not even going to the police officers, going to Washington with a new president. I'd like to hear your comments on that. I mean, he, he, in a way, he seems like the Congress. The Congress is aware of this program. The Congress. This is a, a, if you remember, like J. Edgar Hoover. One of the things we learned from him is that he had like dirt on everyone, and that you know, you look at uh, here in yeah, here in Illinois, we had our one of our representatives was Speaker of the House, and he got later on was caught up in some blackmail scheme that that came out. So that that town is run on this stuff. That you know, everybody's got dirt on everybody. And they're not going to uh, disclose this because part of this program is getting people into these compromising situations. So they're just not credited. They're discredited. Yeah, and, okay. Well, no, because they 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 could lose. You know, a lot of people will go to jail if this gets um, right. out. I mean, you're literally torturing and raping and murdering people, murdering innocent people who have nothing to do with the the, the targeting program. If this gets out, it would be one of those things that would destroy, you know, destroy the FBI, destroy the CIA. They're, they're not going to disclose this publicly. So this is one of those things you have to get on the edges of, get local law enforcement, local uh, groups aware of it, and then get somebody that's close to that group talking. And then from there, from there, with enough public awareness and public pressure, somebody will say, well, I... I didn't know this was used for, like, Dr. Robert Duncan's like, I didn't know they were torturing American citizens with this. You know, I resigned in protest. Here's the information. You know, here's what you can, can how you can learn about this uh, technology. You know, let's get these people some help. That sort of situation. It's not one of those that, I, I don't think there's any savior that's going to come out of the uh, House of Representatives or, you know, Senate, and anything like that. It's going to be one of those things that you, there has to be a grassroots move, movement, and there has to be tremendous political pressure, and then some smoking gun paperwork that shows, yeah, we definitely have. Here's the, you know, documents that we have fifty thousand or whatever Americans that are being torched with electromagnetic weapons. That's that's the way it would have to work, and then and then from there we could talk to the Congress. On the other hand, I, the, can can anyone tell me about this email tsunami? Who is leading that up? Is that Spencer Carter, or I've seen? Oh no, that that, that tsunami is by Dr. Catherine Horton. Okay. Um, and so I can send you a link to it. And so yeah, I've got I, it. I've read through it. And it's like, oh, this looks good. And it's like, okay, we're going to email, you know, the California representatives, and then I like the idea of of slowly over time, you know, providing this information to various. Uh, um. Uh, what do you call offices there? So that you know, it, when this does get, this will get get disclosed, just like the MK Ultra program. I mean, there's just too too much evidence of it, and you know, at that point, then we'll be able to take and and say, okay, you've got ten thousand emails and ten thousand faxes. It's like all the TIs were. I mean, ten thousand. I mean, come on. I mean, I do not understand how this is happening in our country, and they need you need ten thousand. I mean, the mili- we have paid the taxes has gone have gone to pay for this program. The directed. Yeah. I mean, I live miles away from Rachel, who makes these hand made things. I, I mean, that's the answer. 
Seacorp in Middletown, Rhode Island, a couple miles from me, got an $800 mil, mil, uh, U.S. Navy contract for radio frequency. So I don't, I mean, there's obviously a problem where, okay, we have spent all this money. Um, I, I mean, I understand. I have to tell my aunt and uncle, oh, it's like, just imagine Star Wars weapons. I understand that. But a couple of months ago, I, I can't wait years. I mean, I mean, this to. is, no I, I mean, they, 10, they've been going for 30 I mean, years on this now. I, I live, listen to people on these calls who have lived with this for 20 years. You've got to be kidding me. I, That's the situation you're in. I just want to give you some advice because this is the only way I've been able to cope with it. When I looked at the way you did when I first came into the program and realized what this was, um, I, I felt the same way you did, but I just try to make it through the day. I'm going to make it through today. I'm going to do some activism. I'm going to get up. I'm going to do what I can. I'm going to be of service to the community and to people, and that's the way you've got to approach it. That's how I still have some kind of optimism left because I think that we have the power to change it. And it may take a while, but that's okay because mm-hmm. I'm alive today and I'm going to do everything I can. You know, well, is, is it true that the torture, there's no statute of limitations? In this country. Yeah, for torture, yeah. I mean, you're talking about rape, torture, and murder. There's no sta- – in almost every state, there's, you know, really no statute of limitation for torture and murder. You know, it's that, this is one of those things that once it gets disclosed, and, and, and that's why it's important to have a kind of a systematic way for TIs to first get their education and get some good pointers of how to live with this, and then after that, document the efforts to – interact with the community and say say what happened to you get a we have to talk about that maybe but get a police report on file and well um, i mean i don't document, I, I, get it. yeah i i mean my i don't believe the police i i believe the police have these i mean i live in uh, right i believe like i live in newport rhode island i believe they have these what is happening to me and someone else spoke that law enforcement have these weapons but not only here on hud funded prop hud funded property which stems from loss of my life for 10 years it all it is happening in massachusetts also um not in connecticut i had to go to connecticut to mail facts to hud one day and i had no response and these are private investors. So, I mean, I just, I, the stalking, when you talk about Leah Remedy, whatever, you know, uh, campaigns, uh, the stalking's one thing, but the, 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 the weapons are another thing. I mean. Yeah. That, that, they, that, they, the only people that have, home, have money for that is the state. That is, that is government, that is federal government funded. To, to develop that, that was a multi-billion dollar project to develop that stuff. You know, there's, there is no international group that could afford to on their own create that stuff that is state funded i mean i don't know why people like you because you've been in the navy and i i mean i have been like uh like like dr duncan uh dr hall um um karen stewart who works at the nsa all these people i've been reading about um I think you should be um, talking to them and all these other people, and then all of us get together instead of uh, filing a police report. I'm telling you, I mean, well, I what is happening you know, to me you know, is probably Like I said, I sent out 10,000 letters last year, and no one responded. You know, I, I, it's when we, and the TIs, they have their own personal drama they're going through. So, if, you know, like tonight, uh, I may get a few, it may be one of those things a few people will, will email me. But but sometimes you know people just don't you don't get a response because they're, they're you dealing know with their own torture. 
Well, it's not only that, but I have been oh, maybe since December 23rd elevated to the burns and stuff like that. But um, I I am concerned myself. Like I get on in these groups, like our subdivisions from Ella's group, and they want to know. Like Dr. Duncan wants to have a survey. You want to have a survey of the uh, of what's happening. What is that going to do? Or you developed ten years it's ago for weapons that's going to stop this? It's a way. Why don't the, I mean, the regular why world works on? The regular world doesn't work on people calling up and talking about something they never heard on, heard about. You have to have stacks of books and documentation to show them that all these people have cogently and thoughtfully put together an explanation of what's happening to them. And across time, it all matches up. And here's the the evidence that shows yes, this was a program in the past. You know, here are some some cases where they did get a prosecution of these harassment programs, and there are a few of them. I've seen a few of them, interstate stalking um, prosecutions that have come out. And you it's have to build, build your case. You build your case that way. You know, well, they believe, are this is not something stalking. you can just call. But they're no police of... officer will believe this. You know, they just but, they're not trained. They are trained from their crisis intervention training that this the way in which we are attacked when we try to describe our attacks, sounds like mental illness as described by their crisis intervention team. And that's why this crime works. So to get past that, it it will take a coordinated effort. And it'll take a, a lot of public outreach and a lot of TIs who have been properly trained on how to answer these questions in a way that law enforcement, lawyers, uh, media officials, you know, media uh, people will will accept. It's not going to be one or two people that, that come out of uh, uh, the woodwork that are going to be able to get this through. It's going to take, you know, 100, you know, 500,000, 10,000 TIs working together to get this thing disclosed. Yeah. Yep. Well, the stalking is one thing, but the de- uh, direct, the weapons are, in, I mean, a lot of it, right, it seems like it escalates. Like the stalking actually in a way is provable unless you believe your law enforcement has a part of it and, you're, and it's a corruption-based or money or just whatever. But, I mean, it seems to me that these weapons have been made for a long time and um, just by research. And uh, so... Uh, I just can't believe they would be like, oh, yeah, we've never even heard of it. I mean, I know with me they've tried to deliberately um, discredit me. I mean, I mean, I live in a drug-infested, horrible place, and I'm the only one on this property. Everyone else is involved. They've enlisted so many people. Stalking has federal and state laws. Everywhere I look, stalking and the DEWs or EMF or the these weapons go hand in hand. Not that it would be like a step up. It is uh, whatever. It does seem that way. I just, uh, I don't know. Maybe you can, well, I'm glad to hear that the torture, um, it, there's no statute of limitations in the United States. And like I said before, you, this is National Crime Week, uh, Victim of Crimes. So I would start sending the U.S. government who has billions of dollars to pay us um, for damages that that are have happened to our bodies in this until I mean I just I just can't believe it that I'm, I mean it's it's disheartening to hear someone that's in the Navy and I did read your profile on um, Spencer um, at freedomsos.com or, or his other website so um, I, I thought that you helped yeah bigger than yeah. 
Yeah, biggerthansnowden.com. So I guess, um, I mean, if you're having difficulty, <laughs> oh, God. I mean, these people have been talking about the 5150 and 1085. I'm like, that's ridiculous. I mean, I mean, you have burns on you. You're burning. Your, your skull's burning. You can't stay in the same place in your apartment. I live across from Walmart and Newport War, uh, War College. But uh, I just, I just. But you're saying the, that the states have money, have been allocated money for this kind of torture? Yeah, I'm, I'm on the victim side of this. I, you know, I know what I know is, yes, there is a written instruction in the Navy and the Air Force, NSA, FBI, CIA, to discredit someone using these sorts of tactics. But that's only supposed to be, like, for national security. However, any big institution, you know, it doesn't matter, what, you know, if it's a business, you know, whatever, any large institution has a certain amount of corruption, you know, just as a byproduct of their normal operations, you know, when you're handling large amounts of money like that. And so there you can find people who will do this. And in that, that show, you know, they said that those private investigators were getting paid $10,000 a week, a week. You can definitely find some unscrupulous people to participate in this stuff for that kind of money. I mean, no, there's just no question. And, and, so yeah, they they have a, a groups that work outside of government, inside of government that funnel money to do these types of campaigns, and it's all illegal, but it's a matter of um, you know why can't the the TIs get together and work and, you know at, in in coordination to get this this program exposed? That therein lies the. Because someone like you, I mean, honestly, I mean, in my opinion, would be instead of riding your bike across the country, would be to go to Washington D.C. when these people have the protests. If you no one would listen to me, I, you know, no one would listen to me. You know, they, it, that's right? been tried. You know, they don't give you the time of day. You know, Naval Academy graduate lieutenant is not enough. It's not enough for them. You know, they've got and plus, you know, this is this is a well hidden thing. I mean, they've got guys that. You know, if this was so easy to just go to the the media and get it exposed, it would have been done 30 years ago. You know, they it's just so well covered. But you know, some you if there were you know if, if we had you know a dozen or so people you know like me working on it, maybe yeah. But but you know, we just don't have that level of coordination within the group. And then the other thing you have to understand is there are people here that have given up and are kind of playing for the other side. They're here to disrupt the effort, disrupt the conversation, discredit the group by talking about something like these weird fringe topics that TIs like to talk about. Yeah. And that's mm-hmm. and, and you know, there are people that are there to put that information into the group and then there are people that like like to hear that stuff. And that's if the, if we could just shut that portion of this my community you mean like, at least like until we get artificial intelligence or stuff like no the, the AI stuff is legit. AI. You know you've got you've got Elon Musk talking about that. Everybody who has Siri uh, in Apple phones, Siri that was a legit government project, and you can show that. But I'm talking about like the stuff you hear on George Norris, it's like the Chupo Opera and you know Bigfoot and stuff like that. Oh yeah 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 yeah. I don't mean that. Well yeah, I used to listen to him. He does have things that are out there. And and honestly, one time there was some uh, call of that. I mean, it it does. I mean, then you can choose, you know, as a person, you can choose which, you know, if you don't want to go there, basically. Because it is, I mean, like I had to say to my relative, oh, you just imagine Star Wars. 
like weapons or something. I mean, and, and I've said before, like my bachelor's is in psychology and the rest is in medicine, which is interesting. I was working on a DOE grant, which is nothing, in green energy, which was a passion of mine a couple of years ago So um, in Newport. And actually I came here because my girlfriend's dad was an admiral and her, and her brother was at the Pentagon. I never even heard of Newport. I graduated from University of Maine at Orono initially. But um, anyway, um, um, geez, I took up a lot of time. I hope that <laughs> any of these questions. Well, hopefully uh, the President Trump said we can drain the swamp. So, I mean, I really wish that people like you would come out to the forefront and help the rest of us. I mean, I would crawl. <laughs> I would hitchhike to Washington. Yeah. Well, thank you. Thanks, Rhode Island. Um, okay, I appreciate it. Yeah, Dave's really good in the fact that, you know, doing his media for him, people believe you, and that's really rare. Um, your delivery, your message, and just who you are, I think, really helps. So, Northwest California, I muted you, and then I'm going to let Dave go. So, maybe a couple more questions at the most. Northwest California? Well, hi. Uh, hi, Ella. Hi. How are you? It's Linda, good. right? I just I got in a, a little while ago, and so... I uh, got on the call, you know, uh, an hour or so into it. Uh, but um, Dave was mentioning about Silicon Valley and, and some of the uh, yeah, some of the stuff that goes on there and some of the people, Elon Musk and Neuralink and so on and so forth. I just thought that I would mention uh, there was a, uh, an interesting article uh, that I have yet to actually lay my hands on, but it came out apparently in Mother Jones magazine, uh, January 28th, and one of the, uh, uh, I don't know, he's a billionaire in all likelihood, but at least got to be a multimillionaire, um, Peter Sullivan, uh, there was a story in, again, Mother Jones, a January issue of this year, uh, regarding how he, after um, making, his, making his millions designing software, had become um, sort of a victim of it in a, in a sense, in the same sense that I am and that we all are, uh, you know, being fried by uh, uh, electromagnetic radiation. Uh, 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 specifically, he had become electrosensitive uh, uh, hugely, and apparently uh, he had, you know, gone to all the best specialists and so forth uh, trying to get a diagnosis, uh, including Stanford, and apparently they couldn't come up with a, 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 the right answer. Somehow uh, he, he figured out along the line that he was electrosensitive. And then, and then he took steps to protect himself. Uh, Seuss was telling me about it, so this is like I haven't, again, seen the article directly, but I think he said he spent a million dollars on his house shielding, shielding it and uh, did other things which include uh, giving a million to Dr. Martin Paul, who is uh, of Washington State, uh, uh, a renowned uh, researcher into uh, how, how uh, exposure to uh, unionizing radiation, microwaves, and EMF, uh, how it, it uh, works on the brain. A million there, another million to uh, Dr. Martha Herbert, I think her name is, of Harvard, a pediatrician who, who studies uh, uh, 
exposure, EMF exposure in children. And then a, a, another million, apparently, to um, some other activists uh, with whom I have yet to uh, familiarize myself, an Allison Bain is also um, outspoken and is electrosensitive. Um, anyway, I just thought I'd uh, throw, throw that out, that, you know, there's stuff happening on other fronts. And additionally, good news, uh, in my opinion, today in the paper there was an article uh, that uh, contained the word stalking. Uh, uh, you know, like the the, uh, the following around kind of a stocking, and it actually was in um, in a letter written by none other than our chief Supreme Court, the California Supreme Court uh, uh, justice, who happens to be an Asian woman at the time, in regard to uh, uh, the federal uh, meaning the current presidential regime's policy of, of uh, following and, and, and uh, arresting, uh, 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 you know, immigrants uh, 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 at that courthouse. Uh, so uh, anyway, the, the idea of, of people, you know, the ICE agents and uh, others in the in the federal and uh, the, the uh, law enforcement system, um, you know, following uh, uh, and apprehending, oh, you know, by stalking thing. And any, anyway, it's, it, it was in the paper, the mainstream paper. And so anyway, this stuff is, is coming up. It's, you know, slowly rising to the surface, the, the vocabulary and the words, you know, here and there. Uh, so anyway, I think it's, I think it's a good thing. And thanks, uh, Ella, for what you do, and, and, and Dave, too. That's about it. Ella? Dave? Yeah, I'm here. Thanks for what you're doing. Yeah, hopefully uh, we'll, we'll get uh, some action on it and, and get it pushed forward. You know, all it takes is for one or two of us to make it to a national audience, and then uh, this, this thing will get blown open. Dave, have you have you changed your your perspective at all yet? Uh, you know, I think it'd be a really a great thing if if uh, you and some other people would ally with the uh, the international movement and the recognition of of what um, uh, physical effects of exposure to like cell phones and and uh, cell towers, smart meters. Have you uh, have you altered your? Yeah, I've, I've heard. You know, I've heard of that, and I'm I'm in the camp that says that that is like the base step for targeting, and that anybody that is electrosensitive is actually targeted in a, you know in the fashion like uh, like say a television can play an entire movie, or it can play a single pixel you know, single white pixel. You know, the electrosensitivity to me is like that single white pixel. You're just not getting input. You know, you're getting specific, uh, you know, the sensitivity is uh, not the full uh, targeting picture. So the thing is, you know, overall we're all getting fried and, and, and the, being exposed to, to this uh, 
non-ionizing radiation, microwave radiation is just not good for any of us, particularly the, the young people, you know, where, um, where the government has required wireless routers in every classroom if, if the school wants federal funds. Uh, you know, it's resulting in, in uh, we've got an epidemic of cancer, and the teacher's getting cancer, everybody's getting cancer, you know, lots of, lots, well, not everybody, but, uh, you know, uh, one in two or three in their lifetimes are getting cancer. Uh, this should not be happening. The kids, the kids are getting, you know. Yeah, I just, I'm not one that thinks that people are going to, you know, go and, and take down the electric grid and live without electricity. That's just not, that doesn't make any sense to me. You know, they're not going to give up their cell phones. It's just not going to happen. Well, I didn't say anything about that, but I'm with, I'm in the camp. You know that that exposure and education is key, key to everything here. You know, when enough people figure out what's going on, you know there there may be a change policy. And there are some people like Dr. Deborah Davis, epidemiologist, who does believe that, that all microwaves uh, uh, should be banned. And in fact, I am sort of along that group, you know, that cell phones should never, ever have been foisted on us because they are dangerous. But the, the, the technology... Yeah, it's just, it's, that's just one of the things that people people are not going to give up their, their cell phones. They're just not going to. And because, they have, you know, they would be at such a disadvantage... Right, right. It's kind of a lot like cigarettes and smoking, huh? What, are you guys still there? Yeah, Hello? I'm still here. Okay, great. Okay, so I unmuted Missouri. Um, let's see. I thought I did. And they muted themselves back up. Okay, I see one more question here from California. California? California? Hello? Oh, hi. Hi, I'm in Las Vegas. <laughs> oh, hi. Your number says California, so sorry about I that. I know. That, that's where I got it, but I was forced out of California with the, by these people. Do you have a question for Dave? Yes, I'll yes, thank you. Uh, first of all, like the lady was saying earlier, when I first got to, after I moved twice, the third move I made was out here. When I realized they followed me out here, I, I just, I just, I didn't know what to do. Uh, they started my heart pounding so bad one night. I went to the hospital. I thought I was going to have a heart attack. Uh, I made the mistake of uh, telling the nurse what was going on, and I ended up in Seven Hills Hospital, so I know what that lady was talking about. Uh, I spent two weeks in, in a psych ward, and he, the doctor, Dr. Breland, found, found me completely sane, gave me some light sedatives, and said I had PTSD. I just wanted to say uh, thank you. God bless you for what you're doing, Dave. And um, yeah, whatever you. it is, uh, and whatever uh, whatever the endeavors it is, I'd like to be a part of it if I can. I'm I'm, I'm very limited now. They they vandalized my car. I'm stranded here. 
but if, if there's anything at all, please excuse me. Yeah, I, I, my, my deal is pretty simple. I just post on Facebook every day and put, you know, pictures or maybe an article that's relevant to the topic. And, uh, you know, I, I send out letters and try and talk with people. That's kind of, I just try to keep it basic. Yeah. Well, I'm just very grateful that I found other people. I, I was alone for so long with this. Uh, and then I learned how to Google. <laughs> yeah, that's anyway. the interesting thing. That, that, you know, that's, you know, that's the big thing that has you know, gotten the connectivity is the Internet, you know, being able to search your, your uh, symptoms on the Internet. Yeah, and also I wanted to say uh, I was going through YouTube a couple of weeks ago and I came across a thing, uh, a video that showed step by step how to make one of these weapons. I mean, if that's if it's that simple, I mean, who anybody could do it. Hello. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I'm not sure. You know, I I'm in the camp that says that this is. Uh, you know, a state-sponsored thing, and it's a lot more complex than any one or two people can do. I think it takes, you know, uh, it took to, to build the equipment. Initially, it took, you know, billions of dollars of research and uh, yeah. development to get there. And oh. then, uh, you know, I, I think it's probably one of those things where you need specialized training to use it, and only certain people get access to it. So oh, it's, I, you're I, probably... I don't think it's one of those things you can just get on the Internet and for $500 yeah, well, you're probably right. I, I'm so confused with it all. I'm just, I'm just like I say, grateful that I found people that I could talk to. Uh, I, I appreciate you and thank you. I don't want to take up your time, but God bless you for everything you're doing. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Thanks for uh, your question. And, yeah, again, thank you, Dave. You know, I'm a big fan of yours. I've gotten to know you, and I appreciate you. Um, so, anyways, thank you for coming on. We'll work on getting some people, and um, maybe you can give your email address one more time, and also any websites if people want to um, check you out. Yes. Yeah, so my email address is my name, David D A V I D dot voice, spelled B as in Victor O I G C S at gmail dot com. You can find me at Facebook under David Voice, and uh, I also have a web page called Naval Academy Grad. Walks Against Human Experiments, and I have a GoFundMe page uh, titled GoFundMe.com dash uh, No Touch Torture. If you just search No Touch Torture, it will bring up the uh, campaign on the GoFundMe website. Okay. Thank you, Dave, so much. And we look forward to hearing from you in the future. And, you know, you had a halfway... When we when you did your journey, you got a lot of press, and I think that was uh, great. You know, all that press was, uh, I think, is really going to start to sink in. And when you go across next time, they'll at least know a little bit more about it, and maybe be even more receptive. Because we know this is kind of that shock phase, as you mentioned, when you first tell someone, and they have to, you know, you what did you call it? Um, There's an incubation period for people. Incubation period. Process. That's right. Yeah. yeah. To process the information. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you, Dave. Thank you very much. Have a good night. You too. Bye. Okay. Um, um, okay, just star eight if you want to uh, have a conversation. Um, if you want to join the conversation. Maybe we can talk a little bit about um, 
anyone's participating yet in the uh, in the letter writing, uh, the tsunami letter writing. Um, and then you know what? I know we have that uh, the Twitter, the tidal wave of Twitter. I think is what it was called last week. You can do it every day, though. There's no reason why I can't go on and tweet him and hope that he can uh, find it. Um, okay, so I have some people unmuted. Illinois. I'm coming to everybody I can. Arla. Yeah, I'd be interested in writing a letter. Okay, great. Did you get his email address? Because I'm sure he'd really appreciate it. Um, no, let me get a pen. Where do we send the letter? I'm sorry? Um, he was very specific about it. Um, so if you want to contact him, he can, he'll respond and give you like a format and kind of tell you the points he wants. Uh, mm -hmm. So let me get you his email address. I don't even have a computer now. I um, had an accident with it, and it's it's gone. Um, they can fix it. So it'll have to be a little while before I get one, and I'm the one that doesn't know how to email anyway. So, you know, I feel like I have information and we can help so much, and I just don't know how to contact people. And then when I do get a hold of someone by phone, I miss their call. I mean, it's frustrating. I, I must be frustrating person, you know. Um, I think you unmuted me a while ago, and I had to mute again because uh, there was noise. So I'm sorry. Yeah, noise or background noise. I try to just figure out where it's coming from. So his email address is David D A V I D dot voice V is in Victor O I G T S is in Sam at gmail dot com. Okay. So uh, give me that again. B O I. G is in giraffe, T is in uh -huh. Tom, S is in Sam. Hi, Ella. This is Tommy. Can I ask a question? Sure. Um, I missed the first hour because I'm still trying to get rid of um, sprays and walk on walls and get these bioorganisms they sprayed off the walls. Um, they hit it at me, and it's, they're falling on me, and they make it into the skin and the throat. And anyways, eucalyptus is really helpful. But did he, uh, so because I missed the first hour, did he indicate that he intentionally became a TI to bring raise awareness for this um, cause? Did he bring up what? Did, did he say that he intentionally became a TI? to bring awareness to the cause? Yeah, he was working in the field, and he heard some things that this was going on, and he just felt, like, compelled, like some people do. There's some really noble people in the world, including people in the chat room right now, um, that just felt like it needed to be exposed. So, um, but, yeah, but he did. Who, who in their right mind would intentionally try to get into this program or because once you're on the list, you don't get off. And well, and I know, I know some people also who are taking some big risks in the name. They just kind of have that, you know, I call him the Boy Scout. You know, he's just got such a thing about doing the right thing. And I actually have so many people are like that in our community. I, I know at least a dozen people and a, and a handful of people that are, that I can't believe what they, what they sacrifice and, and the risk they put themselves in to try to do the right thing. Well, so, I, I mean, I wish, I, I wanted to ask him because I don't want to be, like, talking behind his back. I wanted to ask him face-to-face. -face. Um, yeah. 
where, you know, I wanted to ask you directly. But, and then the other question I have is um, there is a lot of money in the collecting the data. So many, many people are trying to get the data. And as you know, I work for FDA. They store the, the data. NSA stores the data. FDA stores the data. Um, but anyway, um, a lot of people are asking for affidavits. I know, you know, the president of FMCHS and many other people are trying to collect affidavits. And to me, that is... Um, there's two things, concerns I have about doing that um, and giving it to somebody other than um, workers' comp and, and the police. But um, my concern is that's a way for them, number one, to get the data. And number two, they can also, because of certain TIs committing violent acts, if you're not already, it, it helps them justify to getting you that FISA warrant. Um, to do surveillance and harassment. So those are two of my concerns. And the third thing I wanted to ask him, the third thing that I wanted to ask him was the last lady who spoke about the EMF sensitivity. Um, when I when I tell people what what happened to me at the FDA and um, what I've been going through ever since. They believe me about the direct energy weapons, the gang stalking, the harass. They believe, and I've been able to convince um, several TI family members um, that their loved one is not doesn't have psychological issues, and this there's patents and everything. This really exists, and they believe me. There's only two people, two people that I could not convince. Um, they wanted to see more information, but the majority I talked to believe it. But anyway, the last lady who spoke said, did you, did you think about aligning yourself with, like, those activists? And that is um, the way I go about um, talking about the targeting individuals. I start off about EMF sensitivity and how dangerous this is because emfscientists.org on May 11th put a plea to the United Nations um, and there are 190 scientists and doctors from around the world. And they said non-ionizing and ionizing radiation, so electromagnetic, yeah, my case, do cancer, arthritis, type 2 diabetes, high blood pressure, many, many illnesses. These are some of the most prestigious doctors and scientists around the world. And the director of the organization has spoken with me several times because they were interested in what happens between me and the government because of what happened to me at, at work. Um, but, but aligning him, if he's working for this cause and, and aligning with emfscientist.org and um, the people against the chemtrails and the people against sodium fluoride in the water and people against genetically modified organisms and vaccinations and all this other stuff, that's the perfect way of going about this. And it's unfortunate you couldn't see, understand that. Because children are, are being harmed and killed, as well as adults and the elderly. So anyways, he's not, he's no longer on the call, I guess. So, you know.
It's a little hard to hear you, Connie. I, I couldn't make out half of what you said, but I thought maybe okay. I think it's just on my phone. Other people probably can hear me. Did Did anybody else hear what I said? Yeah, I heard you. I hear someone else that I can't hear too. They're even quieter than you. And one other one other thing that I want to add before I stop talking is a few weeks ago you had somebody and it sounded like a sheep in the background, and they joked. Somebody joked and said, "Oh, that was my sheep or lamb or whatever it was." They referred to us as bottom feeders. They referred to us as sheep, the the sheep that they're slaughtering. Um, there's numerous names they refer to us as. So that whole, when somebody was doing that a couple of weeks on your call and two people who are talking and you could hear, you know, a sheep um, going by on the phone, um, that, that's, that's a, definitely a point. That's my child. She has special needs, so you can get over that one, okay? Uh, okay, but I want to let you know, they refer to us as sheep and bottom feeders along with many other things. I know. I've heard that from a friend years ago who talked about these things that I didn't believe. I didn't believe any of these things. Didn't believe any of these things, and now it's happened to me. Um, I'm curious. What do the people say that believe you? Do they have any advice? I mean, are they talking to people? Um, um, the people who, who – the family members who I talked to that believe me – um, number one, they're in shock, and number two, they're extremely sad and worried about their family member um, because they can't, they don't know how to help them. They they feel helpless. They want to protect them. But how do you protect them when they can't protect themselves? Um, I think I'm believed, too, by some people. But I get to look, and, they, and there's nothing they can do, and they know it, and I know it. But but now that Obama is not the president, because I'm telling you, that dude knew, knows about this, signed off on it. He received, I sent him so many um, messages, like whistleblower complaints, and, and begged for his help. Um, and um, that got me higher on the list. And I think I was um, a random... Uh, a random person, and then I think I became more of a deliberate after I started disclosing bad things yeah, I thought, that I knew that I were going on in government. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought he was a good man, and and uh, and I know I don't know now about anything anymore. I thought police were good for the most part. I don't know about anything anymore. Everything I ever thought was isn't. So you know, I don't know what to think about the world anymore. I just I do know that. I don't know that we have time to wait for anything to happen. My daughter um, has special needs, and her skin is changing as is mine. Maybe not as drastically, but this is affecting her. Um, what, what is happening to this skin? Okay. It's gotten crepey. It's gotten. I used to have beautiful skin, and it's just not. It's not the same. She's getting yeah, because we're being we're being cooked, and these um, weapons that they're using on us definitely have, a, have an effect. I would urge people to go to emsscientist.org. They have written papers 
about many of the illnesses, you know, type 2 diabetes, high blood pressure, so many, you know, heart problems, brain cancer, um, cancer, period, blood disorder, rare blood disorders. The list goes on and on and on. I wanted to ask that guy, um, I had to mute my call, that, um, and I get with my daughter, it, it's no big deal. She makes a lot of vocals, and it's it's just unusual, and I, I understand all that. I didn't mean to sound hateful. But anyway, they're at the airport, this, these aircraft, I don't understand why this, that alone, just the one thing couldn't be looked up. And and seeing they've been all around my house for the last four years, who who should answer for that? Somebody should have to answer for that. I have marks on me. I have videos of my daughter having these episodes. I mean, I don't understand why. I, I, we're just two people here out of apparently hundreds of thousands, from what I understand. I don't understand why nothing's able to be done any faster. Um, there's a lady. I didn't never heard what happened to the lady at the train station. Her name was Kelly, I believe, being assaulted. What happened to um, the lady that was being sexually assaulted and is practically living in her closet? I mean, that's I mean, me. That is you. Yeah, in me. I, I just, I don't. This can't be happening. I just don't get this. Um, Me too. I was assaulted the other day by a random stranger. You what? You what? I was assaulted the other day by a random stranger. I told this story the other night. You were. Did did but, you did you file a police report? I did. I did. Yeah, I was just walking down the street and some guy got up and punched me in the face. Oh. But I had a question for the lady with the dust. Um, how does she clean it up? Because my house is being, like, bombed with this weird bio dust as well, and everybody's coughing and everybody's itching their skin. And how how does she clean it up? Um, so they sprayed the outside of my house with bioorganisms, which are – so the paint looks like it's sandy paint, and there's, there is dust. There's white dust white flakes and black blackish like grayish dust and it it does sneezing itching mm-hmm. um and it gets in the body i actually mm-hmm. have i went to the doctors and i told them i am a target i am what they call a ti a targeted individual he, he i've been seeing this doctor for 25 or 30 years and he goes connie you know what if you show tell this what you've told me because i told him a lot of stuff he said if you tell another doctor what you're telling me they would think that you have psychological issues. I said, look at my neck. These are organisms that when they move, it itches underneath the skin. And some, so I'm actually using, um, they don't like eucalyptus or mint. So, um, you know, there's Epsom salts. You can do Epsom salts uh, bath with eucalyptus or spearmint, um, peppermint. Um, even if you just do your feet, you might get a huge relief. Um, you can rub down with vapor rub, Vicks vapor rub too. 
Yeah, I've yeah. used, I've used, palm, olive. I've used yeah. palm olive antibacterial to get this stuff off my skin, and it's very painful, but, like, it it works. Like, it well, actually, F- like... Epsom salts will, will actually skin. take off the... Um, it will. It almost looks like if you take a bath in Epsom salt, just that, it will take off the layer of your skin, exfoliate it if you sit in there long enough. So if there is something on your skin, I would think that would work. I mean, it, I mean, it will take off dead skin, but it will also take off other things. I know, I know that. I mean, even my feet will be like soft if I just soak in it. Yeah, because I've had flawless skin my whole life too, and now it's just doing crazy stuff. I'm having pimples that won't heal right, and they're leaving like permanent red marks on my face because they're not healing correctly. And, and like I've had flawless skin, and like as a woman, this sucks, you know, when you have like nice skin, and then all of a sudden it's like all this weird stuff is happening to it. And, and it might be, it might sound gross, but they might be bioorganisms that are underneath Oh, they are. The skin. It, it, it definitely is. I know, I know, I know what it is. I and, and definitely you, There's one um, brand that makes Epsom salts and eucalyptus, and it's a liquid form. It, it's almost like a, it's a big bottle with a pump. And if you take it, because my bathtub, I'm afraid to take a bath because these organs, you know, I feel the side of my bathtub and it, I feel little bumps and I scrub and scrub and scrub. But anyways, um, I might have to get a new bathtub. I've gotten new everything else. But anyways, um, so this, this liquid form of Epsom salt with eucalyptus and I rub it on my body and I let it sit there for a few minutes and then I actually take witch hazel and I take witch hazel and rub it on top of the um, Epsom solution, and some of these organisms are coming out of my skin. Yeah, it's and, totally gross. I'm with you there. It's the same thing's happening to me. It's nasty. <laughs> yeah. well, you, you know what? You can get a, um, I don't know, um, get a membership at the gym. I mean, I actually, because of the privacy issues in my home, I actually shower at the gym. Now, there's a lot of chlorine, but that is bleach, and it does, um, but baby oil, if you put it on your skin, it will exfoliate also, like dry. Just if you put it on your skin, dry, and then you take a shower later on, it will, like, exfoliate your skin. So I, I'm not I don't have what you guys are having, but I know as far as if you exfoliate it, I'm assuming that it will take off that first, that top dead layer, and hopefully whatever these other things that you're having. And as far as cleaning things, I've been adding pine salt, a little bit of pine salt to my laundry. And if you go to the supermarket, you'll see Clorox makes a cleaner with pine salt. But mm-hmm. I don't use I don't use that. I just add like about a couple capsules of pine salt because this organism doesn't like pine salt, and um, it doesn't like eucalyptus and mint. But I wash my walls, and I do it with multiple types of cleaners, but I try to use health, healthy ones. Um, but I, I use pine salt, and um, I use Noxzema. How do you think they get it into your house? They, they, made, um, they made pinholes um, where the wall meets the ceiling. They made a bunch of pinholes. They made pinholes on the side of the door frames, on the upper corners and lower corners of the actual door frame, where people don't normally look. And above the door frame, they made holes. And um, in February, I was I would I work from home, and in February, 
I was sitting here working. I was talking on the phone with another PI as I was working, and they were spraying the shit out of me. And I was sneezing, coughing. I had, like, sand in my eyes. They really just blasted me for, like, two hours so badly that I had to call the guy who monitors work we do, assigns the work we do, and I had to tell him I, I couldn't work anymore that day. Because mm-hmm. I think because of allergies, but it was because they were blasting me with this stuff. But they made pinholes. And they also made pinholes low by the floor, like behind the baseboard heating. I mm-hmm. actually took some of the baseboard heating. And there's some big holes. So they made a lot of holes. And they also come in if there's not a tight seal around the doors or windows. Mm-hmm. And they really use my fireplace. Okay, good to know. I'll, I'll have to take a look for that because we get bombed, like, daily. Like, I'll wipe the bathroom down, and literally the next day it will be covered with dust, like, the next day. Like, I had yeah, to wear a hospital, I was wearing a hospital mask. I was wearing a hospital mask around my house for, like, weeks, and then I finally just gave up. <laughs> run yeah, your air conditioner, too, right? Like, I know if I run my air conditioner, it cleans out, like, a lot of times... It almost feels like there's a heavy metal, but if you run your air conditioning, you open the vent, it is costly because it adds your electric. You're at least getting the air from the outside. Or I guess if you have chemtrails, I don't know. I guess that adds to it, but you can keep it, keep it closed, windows closed when you have chemtrails. But I know, like, uh, if you get fan, make sure you clean your air, uh, the air out of your house, too. I don't know mm-hmm. which season you're yeah. in, but... I'm going to get air filters probably, like um, some box fans and some air filters, maybe like put them in some windows or something. And they also spray it through like my outdoor light, but the outdoor light, there's an indoor switch, so it'll come out of the switch. And my ceiling fan in my, my ceiling light and fan on the, on the ceiling in the bathroom And they definitely go for that, too. And the lights and the switches, they're shooting this stuff out of every which way they can into my house. And I know it's because of what I know. I didn't even disclose everything that – I didn't even tell President Obama everything I know. And they're coming at me hard. I mean, I get, like, 1,200 per night. And as far as being sheep, we're not – I mean, they may think we're sheep – but they're powerless. I mean, can you imagine a, a human being having to use these weapons upon another human being because they're so powerless and they're so out of control? We are the chosen ones for for some reason. I mean, I don't know. It's going to flip the other way for us. I know it because there is some reason that this is happening to us, whether we want to be. And it does feel like we're isolated and it's only us. But it's not. But the only thing we do, we know what's going on there. People live in it. I, I see people all, all the time and I'm like, they have no idea what is happening in this world or to me or in this city i mean so uh, for some reason we are chosen we're not cheap they are cowards mm-hmm. i mean can you imagine like using all this equipment to be barbaric and because they're so out of control they have to use um military weapons to control women which it sounds Fine. like it's mostly women yeah and, and children power. and children cowards yeah. like you can't imagine and they're spending millions on us, you yeah. know? And torture, there's no statute of limitations on tortures, torture. So everything they are doing to you, try to document it. Because it's, it's going to end soon. I'm not, I mean, I'm not, I, I mean. I, hope so. I think so. I think it's coming. 
I think technology is playing in our favor now. I, I just think things are going to come out. There's there's too much. There's going to be an uprising. Um, I'm telling you, I, I'm going to go after the medical community myself if anything happens to my child or me. I mean, I've lost Absolutely. I lost I think what's terrible is going after a child with a disability, that's an... That's an easy target for them to do this stuff. Hello? I think that sounds like Sean and somebody. Connie, I couldn't hear you earlier, but I can hear you now. But um, I, I, Yeah, I, I said that's terrible. For them to go after a child with a disability, that's an easy target because, what, you know, especially if the child is impaired and they can't uh, verbally oh. say what's mm-hmm. happening. Well, yeah, well, that's what they made sure of. When we moved up here, they I had like five, six people come up in the store trying to get her to speak, which had never happened before. And I remember thinking how weird that was. Now I know why. These people are perps. <laughs> like, they're like the worst people on this earth. So, I mean... Uh, yeah, I mean, a woman last night was trying to like figure them out. Well, maybe if I tell them what they're doing, if they get radiation, it's hurting them. Who cares? I mean, this is terrorism. There's no way about it in your home. And children, that is like... Well, everything's off. You know, in China, Russia, and France, I think, last year... They banned wire. They banned wireless in the schools. They're protecting their children. What is our country doing to protect our children? The government and the FDA knows EMF causes cancer. I became EMF sensitive at the FDA. They did everything, and they're still doing everything to cover it up. Workers' comp, Department of Labor, OSHA, everybody. They have EMF special office space available for people like me. Instead of putting me in one of those offices, I was on paid administrative leave for a year. They paid me 110 grand to sit at home. So how did this happen to you? Do you know? I got zapped in the head in a glass conference room. There were several vantage points. There were two two of the walls were glass. There were people walking down the hallway. There are tops of buildings. Um, there's the, a set of elevators. There was a girl in the room who had two devices pointing at me. One was a smartwatch. One was um, uh, an iPhone. They had red herringbone type, like almost like bicycle reflector around the perimeter. Um, I got zapped in the temple, and immediately my vision went out for less than a minute. And then when it came back, everything was blurry. I had a huge sheet of paper. I held it in front of my face. And um, immediately, everything electrical, fluorescent lights, humming, buzzing, computer fans, every, every electrical noise was amplified. When I went to the bathroom, fluorescent colors were coming out of me. Um, and there were people, the cleaning people, who normally wear jeans and sweatshirts or T-shirts with an apron, they were coming in with, like, hazmat suits to clean the stall that was in. So something went down, and they're trying everything they can to cover it up. And, again, workers' comp, DOL, you know, and Lockheed Martin was contracted me. QTC is a subsidiary of Lockheed Martin. They were trying to send me to a doctor saying I had 
I had I didn't have vision problems. I don't have vision problems unless um, they, you know, I'm around certain electronics. You could blindfold me and come up to me behind me with certain devices. I could almost tell you what device you had, whether it was an iPad, a a smartphone, or a router. I mean, what they did to me, and I'm chipped from head to toe. That's what I found out after spending a lot of money. Mm Mm-hmm. Can, can I'd I like make, to say, can I make sure I got this right? Are you saying you became EMS sensitive after that event? At the FDA. Yeah, at after like that the, event. You my, did. It was, and, and it used to be the former Naval Research Center. But so I mean, you became EMS sensitive after that okay. event you just told us about. So, so that, was right? on purpose? that was on purpose, though? They did that on purpose? Um, I believe, I believe I, it doesn't matter. It's... it's did I hear it right? You became EMF sensitive after that event. Yes, instantly. Okay. And I, I see, this is something I wanted to bring up. I thought I was EMF sensitive, but I had an event with a cell phone that I feel now I've been targeted. And I've gone back and forth about this EMF thing because, as you well know, because I'm the same, there's a difference between feeling a fluorescent light and being attacked by an electronic weapon. So I I feel that I have both, and I imagine you feel you have both, but I feel just like he said, that my EMS sensitivity came after I was attacked with this cell phone that I was on. So in a way, I think I agree with David Voigt. I've gone back and forth on this a lot. I think we've got both. Like I can tell you if you're holding a cell phone or an iPad or I'm under a fluorescent light. Easily, blindfold me, I can tell you. And there is. Do you, do you not agree? Do you get electronically harassed now as well? Oh, ever since then, at my apartment. Okay, so you feel the difference thing. between being burned with a weapon at night and going and standing by a computer. They're both burning, but do you feel the difference between the two kinds? I do feel the difference, yeah. But okay. I, so I my feeling is we have a double whammy going on here. We are EMF sensitive to everything out there because look at it this way. Every time I go to a grocery store, there can't be somebody blasting me. Every time I go into a fluorescent light, every time somebody goes by me with a cell phone, that's ridiculous. So I feel that what we've ended up with is not only EMF sensitivity, but we're still getting the rest of the targeting. Okay, can I can I share uh, something? All right, can so can I share something? Okay, and then I want to say one other Hello? thing, and then I'll quit. Though Connie, Wait. I agree with you about the documentation. I have never felt good about it. When everybody got together at the FBI meeting, I tried to stop it because what I feel is happening is they are getting the documentation, and they're getting them from people who have proof. These are the people that if there's going to be a big class action suit or whatever, these are going to be the ones that are going to be called upon. So their documentation is out there, and if it gets into the wrong hands, they don't have a chance because they're going to turn around and they're going to know exactly what to go after for each case. So I just wanted Uh-oh. to agree with you. I just okay. want to Can I share something? Sure. I was hit with a high-powered energy weapon at work because there were burns on the outside of my temple. And um, 
then they gave me a chemical or heavy metal shower, and I was experiencing severe neuropathy. I thought, literally thought I was going to die, and I never a cry. The next morning, I called my sister in Connecticut. I was crying, and I said, I got hit in the temple. I don't think I'm going to make it. And immediately, I took an aspirin. That made symptoms worse. Then I remembered I had cancer in 2009, and I had to get ready for a nine-hour surgery. And there were four surgeons involved. The lead surgeon said, eat oranges, eat dark chocolate, and take fish oil because that's going to help us get, get, get through this surgery and help you. So I started doing that. That helped save my life. I was eating five oranges, two dark chocolate candy bars, and I was taking a fish oil like every one or two hours. And, and eventually, after several months, I started weaning and lowering the fish oil. But that literal, they're all antioxidants. And what was okay. happening was my brain was cooking. I'm sorry, what was happening was what? My brain was cooking. And I, yeah. Yeah, whatever they shot into me, and I... I know. Well, fish oil is for inflammation, so that would cut down on the brain heat thing. Yeah, whatever was done to me was meant to kill me or severely disable me and give me brain damage. And um, I was lucky to find an EMF doctor in Maryland. After um, searching and searching and searching, I finally found one. And he studied with Dr. Ray, who's out of Dallas, Texas. And that would be a wonderful speaker also on one of Ella's calls if she can get him because he's been treating EMF and chemical sensitivity since the 1990s, and he mentored my doctor. He he, He taught my doctor. And my doctor, who diagnosed me as EMF sensitive, he's been treating people since 1997. Okay, can I say share something? Okay, so I think this is it's taken a while for me to understand this. So I live in Newport, Rhode Island, and uh, my name's Joan, and uh, I've been on these calls for a couple of months. So last Christmas, after my mailbox got broken into, I thought, oh my God, I finally have proof that I've been poisoned and whatever because it happened on the property, and the Newport police are the security for the private investors on this property. And um, I was home. I was home, and at four thirty in the morning, this loud. Um, I would call. I I wrote to HUD. Uh, high frequency noise, like a radar, like a riot gear that police you see on TV used to to silence people um, in the riot. That they. I thought that is what they armed my apartment with. It went on for hours, and then it went on for days after. But it just it. Um, I couldn't walk a straight line. It's not like it caused just hearing damage, or tinnitus, which people say that classic word. Um, I could, it, it damaged my speech centers. I had a pro, I had problems speaking, which I am now actually. So um, I guess what I'm trying to say is now, and then I'm listening to all these calls, calls and then I'm finding out that there's ultrasound. I mean, it almost like I had an injury to my skull. And the thing is, is like it sounded like it was coming from inside me, not from my apartment. Now it was 4:30 in the morning, so I went to every room, and it was so loud. But I also read somewhere that um, sometimes if you have implants that there's um, passively to activate them, it has to be activated by a source. I don't know if that has anything to do with it. But all I know is from there on, that's when the other um, weapons started. Yeah, I just I just thought I'd share that. 
So I, I mean, well, I mean, I, I thought it was an alarm. You know, I thought it was retaliation for following that police report. But now I'm hearing that this ultrasound, like it was, it, it was an injury towards my against my skull. Um. So it, it it's all these type of weapons. Here I am writing this letter. I think it was our, our, our riot gear that, that the police use that they are my apartment with. And now I'm learning, oh, no, it's some kind of a um, weapon. So anyway, I just uh, I also want to say, like, these people are so brazen. Um, they are in my apartment. They left um, a, um, medical chart, a medical, I guess, chemical, it would be the chemical breakdown of when you have um, eyesight, left an eye chart, um, this, this um, a glycolysis chart, and lactic acid, because I'm having burns from the rate, uh, from the, whatever, I'm having burns. I mean, these people walk in my house and do that, and they walk past three doors to put this stuff in my house. It, it they, and, anyway. <sighs> So, so one other thing is because of what happened to me or what they shot into my head, I can see radio waves. I saw <clears throat> microwaves being beamed into my house. They had a motorcycle on a third-floor apartment. I was on the first floor. It was diagonal for me. They had a motorcycle pointing toward my apartment, and they had a, it hooked up to a satellite dish pointing at the sky, and they were beaming microwaves into my house, my apartment. Um, but I can see energies that normal people can't. Other people might pick it up and they might see orbs. I actually see the energy, you know, sitting here with my eyes. So God knows what they shot into. When they shot it into my temple, it was the 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 corner of my eye and temple, that area. So um, one thing I did observe is I call it a microdrone, but one of Ella's... Um, guest speakers a couple weeks ago. She said, you know, she got this infrared camera for $25 at Walmart, but it's a $900 camera. And she picked up these drones outside her window. And um, I don't know how small they were, but I call these micro drones and they go from house to house. They need electromagnetic radiation and they need bacteria. So when I saw... Um, so they'll do like a trail of like acorns or leaves. And you might say, well, how can that be bacteria? Well, they're saying chemtrails. So I asked Jane Wigington when he was on Ella's call, did anybody test the chemtrails for pathogens like uh, bacteria and fungus? Because I, I believe they did spray that and it's on the trees, it's on the grass, it causes excessive um, moss growth on homes and, you know, deterioration and oxidation. But um, so anyways, uh, these drones, she said on the call that she believes they were trying to get in the house and she believes they did get in the house. And then I thought Ella said, yeah, it's pretty wild looking at that video because they look like orbs. And that's like what I see. It's the size of like a gumball and they move really quick. They'll, they can sit on a feather, a dust ball, your dog's fur, um, piece of dog food. It can go in the drain. It can go through the wires. It can go into the body. Um, through. And, and this is what I observed. I know this sounds crazy, but technology that the government has is 50 years ahead of what we know. This is the ultimate stealth weapon to do um, surveillance and attack somebody's body. And it can ruin any electronics. 
there in the refrigerator. Um, they can go into your stove. I, and some people may think that this sounds absolutely crazy, but I believe what I'm seeing could be proven and picked up by um, Korean photography or possibly a really good infrared camera. Um, they're definitely, somebody's definitely guiding these, and it's definitely more than one person. The, and um, I definitely know I'm seeing what I'm seeing because if I take like a metal object or a box, they were taking a certain path. And the next time I put an obstacle in that path, you would actually hear the hit against that, that obstacle that I put in place. And so then they would go a different way. And so I keep on blocking them every time I see the path that they're taking, but now they're smarter. They, they obviously can see me inside the house, and they won't hit the box anymore. They'll immediately take a different route. Um, and I believe these, I've seen these at my neighbor's homes. I've seen them at family members' homes. I've seen them in the grocery store, Walmart. Where do you live? Where do you live? I live in, I live in Connecticut. Wait, oh, I live in Rhode Island. So what part of Connecticut do you live in? I live by the shoreline. I live in East Longing. Well, I guess, uh, do you live near a military base or anything? There's the naval under, um, yeah, there's a, the na- a naval base in Groton, Connecticut. There's mm. um, mm-hmm. Millstone Nuclear Power Plant. There's General Dynamics. Right. Um, electric boat. Electric the boat. The Coast Guard. There's a lot. Um, and in Connecticut, there's a lot of, um, you know, there's a lot of places like, you know, I think what Boeing or Pratt and Whitney and Sikorsky, I get a lot of black helicopters. I get um, what they call the killer drone, which is the big white drone that can carry um, missiles on its wings. Yeah, and, and, we're, we're, we're getting hit on the East Coast. I know that. I mean, like I said earlier, I was the one that was talking to David Boyd. Like, I live, like, I can see the Naval War College right outside my window, but in Walmart. Walmart's right behind my house, which is involved. I mean, I didn't realize, um, like, the tampering of food and stuff first started years ago with an old woman and tenants in my building, but now in the past year, um, I don't know, someone on the call says that they believe that it's a fungus or whatever, but, I mean, I, my food's been tampered and, and, and medicine for a year. So I'm not sure what that has to do with it. One time it did seem like a fungus, so I, I mean, I'm pretty healthy. But, so I don't know if I gave uh, any credence to, like, the, that, you know, that the funguses or the mold make you more like an antenna. I don't know. Well, well, so I've mentioned this um, microdrone. I call it a microdrone. I used to call it a nanobot. I don't know. It, it, it some, um, it's an energy force, but this thing can sit there and pulse at your body. It can enter your body, and this might, it needs the bacteria or mold. And it uses electromagnetic radiation, and they're definitely, um, you know, I don't, I had my smart meter removed, so I don't have one. I disconnected and pulled wiring out of my house and switches and light fixtures. So I live with minimal electricity. So they're really blasting me with the organisms because 
It can use like ants. It uses insects, ants, mouse. Uh, the mouse. It likes. They like to use mice and mice feces. Um, but because if you have a clean environment, they'll spray you to give you uh, this fungus and mold and. Well, um, well, some people believe that the chemtrails are part. Now, I mean, I know I can, I look up in the sky. Now, I live. I'm like, why would they be doing chemtrails over the Naval War College? Because I live right next to them. Why would they be doing this to all of us? Although there's more in Providence. You know, I, I've just been looking at because everyone on the call says, oh, yeah, the chemtrails. And, I, I mean, I've heard about them. I know that they're spraying them and that there's something that makes it like a conductor, a, a conductive material. I don't know. Um, but but I think the, another reason for the chemtrails, I think the primary reason for doing this is this microdrone. Two of my neighbors are on oxygen tanks 24 hours a day, seven days a week. One almost died three weeks ago. Her sister called me from North Hilton Head and said, can you check on my sister? And when I went over there, she couldn't get up off the couch, and I couldn't get in because it was locked. And then, you know, her I was on the phone with her sister, and they called her daughter, and her daughter came and called 911, and she had very low oxygen in the blood. But I'm telling you, I've seen this microdrone in her house go from one end of her counter to the other end of the t- her counter. And when I sat on her couch, I felt the things pulsing at my body. And I've seen, so I've seen this in, in businesses, other homes, and I've seen it go from house to house. And I think that, it really needs... I'm sorry, but that's because you're extra sensitive, so you can see that. I can see it. I can see it. And I think that's the reason why they're really trying to take take me down now by the trying to pulse. Every night they try to pulse these organ the, the microdrone. They not one, many. They try to get to me and then they try to pulse these organisms into my body. Did um, you used to work for the FDA, you said? I did. I did. Yeah. For almost eight years. And I worked ten years. One of those long. cameras? Can you get one huh? of those cameras? I I could get one of those cameras. Um I'm electrically sensitive, and I bought a lot of meters and cameras and all sorts of equipment, and I shielded it, and right now everything's in black garbage bags, bins, and on plastic shelves because I'm trying to save my house and me. From I have to, I have to clean these bioorganisms out of my house. Um, so I, I do have, I'm electric, I'm severely electrically sensitive. Like when I'm standing in the supermarket and somebody's behind me with a smartphone, I feel one of my chips vibrating. But I, what, what I'm trying to explain to you, like I don't understand it either, but a year ago before Christmas last year in Rhode Island, when they used that thing against my head, I thought it was an alarm, like a, fi- a riot gear. I think it was ultrasound. And, and I've read that uh, passive um stimuli can 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 make like like that like it sounds like you had the same thing that happened to me which there was something that happened that triggered the rest of the events i guess that i'm saying um that made you more emf sensitive uh do you agree or uh, they say something i agree with that i was the other person that said that too Okay. They definitely put something into my head because I was talking to a, a TI friend, and I said they they would give me an indicator. I don't get V2K or mind control, but they tried. <laughs> Anyways, um, but when they tried, I, my right temple where I got hit, uh, 
I get a really sharp pain, distinct pain, and then my right eye starts getting blurry. And so I change directions and I move and it stops it. Um, but when I was telling a TI, another TI friend um, in California, I told her, I said, when I got hit in the temple, I was not meant to survive or I was supposed to get brain damage or be severely disabled. So I couldn't tell anybody what I know. And what the, I had a lot of shielding up and they would hit the shielding when it once when it was a yes and they hit it. And one time I turned around to this PI and I've seen pictures of her and, and she's very attractive and I consider myself still attractive. And I said, well, we're both two attractive girls, but because of this TI program, we're, we're not dating or, you know, we, are, we don't go on dates and blah, blah, blah. And they hit the shielding again, so they must think we're both attractive. I don't know. Um, but, or, or something I said was true, but um, they would give me indicators by hitting the shielding because I've used so much shielding. I used copper, I mean copper sheep. I went out and I spent probably 10 or 20 grand on shielding and all this crap. Leather couches got rid of the microfiber. Oh, that's another thing. If you're EMF sensitive or TI, you don't want to use microfiber because this energy and the microdrones are really attracted to the microfiber. You want to stick with 100% cotton, leather, um, suede. If you look for shoes, get like a cork bottom um, with a, you know, like a wedge, cork, and no metal, and um, like suede or leather. Mm-hmm. So somebody had to answer for your accident, correct? Um, I'm still arguing with the government, fighting over the government with this one, my workers' comp case. You know, they, but they keep on, the these things are rigged. The hearing rep, you know, they came at me hard 45 days before my hearing. I thought my hearing was on the 15th. It was October 5th, so I missed it. And, um, but I can still submit in writing. I'm going to do an affidavit, and I'm going to give it to um, Department of Labor and Workers' Comp. I'm going to give it to the Attorney General for the State of Connecticut. I'm going to give it to Trump. And um, I'm going to offer Do you Trump. think you – what I'm, I'm trying to say Trump. is that you – I think that your first incident triggered everything else. So that was actually some kind of assault or directed energy weapons. That's what I'm trying to say to you. I'm asking – yeah. I guess it's a You're question. Right. When you yeah. were at work or you talked about that first incident, because I didn't put it together, I thought, oh, my God, the police are, I have the owners or whatever, they're retaliating because they filed the police report. They're, they have a riot gear. I've only seen on TV, like, this high-pitched noise. But but it was more than that. I couldn't speak. I couldn't walk a straight line for months. And then when the police would go by or was on the transit, they, they would use, like, they would exacerbate it by doing certain things, like I get knocked over or I feel nauseous or something. That's what, that's what I'm asking you. That, that's all. Yeah, and, and I'm definitely being tracked because when I, because I can see energies when I drive. I go to Goodwill and because and, it's hard to find 100% cotton and leather at a reasonable price, and I was never one to want to wear somebody else's clothes, although I was one of seven girls, so, so I did get hand-me-downs throughout my life. But um, I, I, when I was driving to Goodwill, and not only then, but other times, um, I will see two distinct, almost like plasma antennas, 
going from the hood of my car, one is goes to where the windshield driver's side windshield wiper is hinged, but my VIN number is also there. So I'll see this ray of light going toward the sun. Now I do know a TI. She has a lot of evidence. NASA is involved. They are I believe they're using um, unmanned aerial vehicles. They're in the direction of the sun and the moon. Um, and, and or visual. They can do visual. Uh, use your visual cortex. Um, so they can do that. They can. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I mean, it's not. You know that it's not there because it's so discreet. But I know that I know that they can do that. No, but they can use plasma antennas too. So I mean, they can use plasma. Um, yeah, it, it looks like a pla- a ray or a beam, and there's two of them that go toward the. One goes to the driver's side, like fog light, and the other goes to the um the hinged, where my hinged area of my um, windshield wiper or the VIN number is in my, my windshield. And could a dash cam, cap, could anything capture it? I think that's what someone else is asking. I need to look and find out how much it costs for one of those cameras that... Oh, no, it's only like $30, $40 a dash cam. The only thing, people can interfere with you you taping it like the police have all that kind of jamming signals and stuff like that but if you, oh those things are i mean the color date nighttime and everything a dash cam 30 40 dollars put on your dash that's I, it i don't know if the dash cam could pick it up i think curly and photography because if you go to um, emfblues.com they actually sell a lot of emf protective uh devices like little pocket protectors and pendants um, and they, they do Where work. Where is that? E, e as in Edward, M as yeah. in Mary, F as in Frank, blues, B-L-U-E-S, like you've got the blues. Oh, Dot blues. Com. Okay. Yeah, and they have a lot of information about the dangers of EMF, um, non-ionizing and ionizing radiation. But they have a little, they're master dousers. Um, they do have a five-minute video, and they and they also have images with curling photography. It shows the aura of the body, a human body. She's giving yeah. off a aura, and then they yeah. show her using the cell phone, and they show her aura. Her aura is disrupted by the cell phone. Her right. the imagery off of the so curling and photography picks that mm-hmm. up. And curling and photography can also pick up the energy coming off an organ device. So I make organite, and um, you can do a pyramid, or I do heart-shaped ones. But anyways, Corellian photography picks up a silent sort of vortex going straight up to the sky, coming off the Oregon device. Now, I don't think a a dash cam is going to pick that up. I know, like, that. yeah, I mean, to get your aura at, like, a psychic fair or something like that, they have to use, right, they have to use particular, I don't know, uh, I mean, has has sensors in it that are different. I know I've seen those. So you're saying that what you're seeing um, may be able to be picked up by, like, if you go to a psychic fair and they print, not that it's psychic, but it actually can print out your aura and, like, it, yeah, if you use a cell phone or a pendant, um, that repels this kind of energy, your aura would change. You're, so, yeah, no, I don't think these dash cams could pick up, like if you're saying like an aura field, 
No, I, I don't. They would never. Dash camp would never. <laughs> not the ones I'm talking about. They could never pick up your aura or anything like that. Yeah, and the micro drones that I see with my eyes, I believe people. One lady in Connecticut, in Connecticut, who I went to her house and I spent 12 hours there, <laughs> um, checking all her outlets and switches and all this other stuff. But anyways. Um, she has like a hundred pictures of orbs. Now I believe when people are seeing orbs, that is the micro drone that I see with my eyes. Yeah, but I will tell you without a doubt, a hundred percent, they can make. Um, I'm not sure how long, but they can with technology make you see things. Not for long, but they can. Now, to what extent? I I don't know. But they can make you just just so you know. I know what webs are. Yeah, the, I mean, I've never seen one. I'd love to see one. But, no, but um, they shot something in my head and uh, the near behind my eye area. They shot something in yeah. there. And mm-hmm. when I got hit by Kitter, my head. So your body is supposed to give off point zero zero or point zero one micro Tesla um, for EMF. <sighs> Some areas of my body are giving off point zero five, um, so it's a lot higher than what my body should give off, and it's from head to toe. What I'm telling you is, I think, and I, uh, from what happened to me, and putting all these pieces together, that when you had the incident, I think at work or whatever, the first incident, it was a passive um, some source that triggered you into this other. Um, um, this other technology that they're using on you, that they had to do something, that, and I could be wrong, but um, I think it was Chris at Freedom freedomwatches.com that said something like that, that you need a passive to uh, magnetic force. Whether when, when I heard that alarm going off in my apartment, I thought it was like riot gear. I mean, but, I mean, I, it um, damaged my speech center, so obviously it's not uh, just, uh, you know, I've seen on TV with CSI, you know, that that um, he he it damaged his hearing when that when he was in that whatever that you know that show. So what I'm saying is that that um, when that first incident that you had may have triggered, um, it may have been the passive source to trigger these other things. Well, I believe I was hit with a really high-powered laser in the temple, but they delivered nanotechnology or some type of implant in my in my in my near near my. In the right temple, hand. by your eyes, they hit. Yeah. Wrong. No. Yeah. That's. And you're having all these high visuals. High. My thing happened in the brain too, so maybe this is a long shot. All three of us got something kind of in the brain. I wonder if those incidences, which we all had that made us EMF sensitive, did something to our brain that made us more susceptible to targeting cell exactly. phones, fluorescent lights. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. Well, so now, and sure, some people on these phone calls believe, it like, I think my it's brain, on. and then it went, burned the whole inside of my body first and then went out and burned my whole body, and I collapsed. So it came from the inside out. But I was holding the cell phone to my brain. And after that, my brain swelled up. It was like I I could feel my brain 
going to the skull, and it couldn't go any further. It took a long time to get that inflammation down. So yeah. Well, I, you know, one of my, some, one of my, my brain in some way. Definitely. One of my colleagues who was in that room, I believe, know knows that something happened to me, and exactly tried to help me later on in the week. That person isn't from this country, and that person gave me some things that are supposed to pull the radiation from the body. What and, is and it? the person told me that. How and, do you and pull the radiation? Sure told, and they made sure when they gave it to me and told me, they tried to do it secretively. Okay, so how do you do that? You mean, like, get rid of it? How do you do that? Um, well, this was something, I mean, th- this is like... Um, it's like a food. It's like a food, um, not from this country, and it's from their country. And at first, I didn't know whether to trust the person because I'm like, okay, I don't know if this part's going to do me in because they tried to do me in the other day. What, what kind of food is it? What is it? it it's um, it's from China, mm-hmm. and it's a it it, it looked like white. A, a mix between sponge cake and and a corn. What's it called? What what is it called, though? I don't know what it's called. She told me what it's called, but um, it, it's a it's from white beans from China. White beans. Yeah, and, and it's a cake. It, it looks like sponge cake, but it's really condensed. And she told me it helps pull radiation from the body. God, I'd love to know what that is. Is it white white bean cake? I used to work with a Chinese woman, and I she was would bring in white, white white bean cake. It, it's not it's not like soybean. It, it's more. I think it's more like um. You know how you have kidney beans. I don't know what kind of. Really, I I could barely remember my name that time because when I experienced severe neuropathy, I couldn't touch yeah. my car seat. I couldn't walk in the bathroom to the couch um, ten oh. feet without holding on to walls. Yeah, it's um, brain damage. It's brain damage. See, I thought yeah. the same thing. I thought, oh, it's, I thought, oh, I had watched, like, you know that show on CSI the, on TV? It had that guy, like, one time um, they, they used something that damaged his hearing. It was like this high-frequency noise. It's called riot gear that the police do use, but it's only on TV. I've never even seen it used anywhere else. So... I thought the same thing, but the thing is, I couldn't speak. I had problems, and I had someone at McDonald's fought, throw his keys, who looked like a policeman or a military man, throw his keys in the trash intentionally to see how much damage they had done to me. So they have, they have that crowd control weapon. I read about it in a book, and it actually brings people to their knees. Yeah, but that yeah, but that is not what happened. I mean, but I had I had a um a, a brain injury. Not I mean, it went on for months, and then the police would go by, and I'd feel like I was being pushed like a wind. And now I'm fine to go. One time I felt like I could I couldn't I almost like threw up like a wave. And now I'm learned that there's a sonic. It's called a sonic supersonic nausea. There's a weapon the police can. It's a police yeah. website. They can beam at yeah. you and make you try to throw up. So I mean, I mean, it's been amazing to me learning all this stuff that how many things have been used against me. In addition, but all I'm saying is that well, I'm glad to have this conversation because I've been going back and forth about this EMS thing, and now I've just heard two people verify what I thought. So mm-hmm. I appreciate this because no, well, I didn't know. I didn't know. I thought oh. 
but I mean, no, no, like uh, if you get exposed to like an alarm in your house, you don't get, you don't have a problem speaking. You know, that's like um, that's there's no, that something more to it. Weapon, that, probably. Yeah, exactly. But I didn't know. I, I didn't. I mean, I'm listening to all these call, these calls. I mean, it took a long time for me to get here. So I just thought it was retaliation for following a police report, and I thought it was a police riot gear. That's but. That's but that that started everything else. The the print the pins and the needles on the public transit, or walking down a road when I feel like I'm being pushed by a magnet. I mean, wow! I, it's amazing what they've done to me. That's and it, that's why the last lady, what the last lady who was missing that Dr. Voigt. The last, or David Voigt, the last lady who was saying, did you think about aligning with the EMS sensitivity activists, like emfscientists.org would be a great one, because most TIs just from the sheer targeting are electrically sensitive, and this causes a whole host of diseases and illnesses. It's, you know, I mean, this is, this is truly the American Holocaust, a silent assassination, assassinating people in their homes, the slow kill. So they used to sexually stimulate me, and because I can see energy, they would be aiming for my beams, these ray beams, from the where the windows were at my nose and mouth. So they, and I could see these transparent cylinders coming down the, the rays toward my nose and mouth. They were trying to sit there, and, and then they would play the song Killing Me Softly. It wasn't the older version of the song. There's a newer pop version. So they would play Killing Me Softly. And one of my TI friends, when she calls me from California, they play um, to you, Mrs. Robinson, because my last name is Robinson. My name is Constance Robinson. You can search me on the Internet. Maybe some of, I used to travel around the country sometimes and do presentations for the FDA. Maybe you can still find them. I don't know if they took them down because, you know, they want to pretend I don't, never existed or something. I don't know. Um, but um, the lady from the director of EMS scientists, she, she did. She searched me and she said there's quite, there was quite a bit at the time, and this was a year and a half ago, affiliating me with the FDA. Mm-hmm. But anyways, my TI friend, she would call me, and either right before, she, right after she would call me. Can I ask me, you your first name? Because I'm a, I've been on the New England TI calls. Have you ever been on there? Um, my name is my first, my first name is Joan. I live in Newport, Rhode Island. So um, would I have we can we can meet up sometime? Yeah, but what is your first name? What I um, or your my, my, what a real name? name. My real name is No, you don't have to give me a real name. You can give me a fake name, just like... No, I'll give you my real name. I'm not going to hide out who I am and what they're doing to me. Yeah, because the thing is, is that these are recorded. So if something happens to us... Mm-hmm. But anyway, if you if you want to, just, I was just wondering, because I've been on the New England TI things. Uh, I've gone to a meeting, too. I was just wondering if... what you. Uh, my name's Joan. I've read here. I've never met you, right? No, I live, in, I live in Newport, Rhode Island, which isn't that far. Okay, I I found FSCHS in June of 2014. You what? I'm, so, uh, I'm sorry. I found I found the FSCHS, Derek, and everybody. You know the calls uh, in June of 2014. Oh 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 oh! oh. I'm I, sorry. I, okay. I passed in March of 2014 at work. 
and I found freedom from covert surveillance and harassment in June. Oh. So what do you guys think about David Voigt? I mean, I, I really wish he's talking about the stalking, which is he, I mean, for me, I could care less, but the, it's the other stuff that I wish that he would, I, I'm confused because on the website on, on, uh, freedom from, no, not that one. Uh, because in Snowden, it almost seems like he developed these weapons. So he would have the Intel to help us. <laughs> I still don't know who in their right mind would intentionally become a TI because I know. once you get in the program that you don't get out and even, when you die, even if you don't sign up for organ donation, supposedly they want our, our corneas and our brain and they probably want the whole body if they can get it to see what did these weapons do to our organs. Mm-hmm. And, and really they want to calcify people's pineal gland because that's your spirit, your soul, your free will. They want to take away they your use, connection to God. That, that's your crown. That your crown chakra is is there, and that that it, it disrupts your connection to God and prayer, or whatever God or source or whatever. That is where your source is, and that is where the Satanism and or whatever you call it. Maybe it's not whatever it is. It, they destroy that. Right. Taking and MSM taking MSM decalcifies the pineal gland. It it removes excess calcium from the, uh, the body, including um, calcifications from clogged arteries. Well, I'll try that, that again. It's really MSM, good. MSM. It's a sulfur uh, supplement, and you can just buy it in bags uh, from online or a vitamin shop and mix it with water. And it's very good for um, remove like decalcifying things that shouldn't be calcified. And it's really good for the skin. I think someone was saying earlier that the child had, like, you know, the wrinkles or whatever. That's, I mean, it's it's aged me too, and I've aged pretty well. But it does. Um, it helps your cartilage and your joints and everything. It helps your skin. The damage that these weapons have done to your skin, or what, or whatever it is. But it's so good for you. Yeah, it's I take so, it every it, day. It's so what was fun. that just for the skin? What was that? MSM. So you guys were targeted for what you did or you said something, correct? I'm just trying to figure out why people are targeted. Uh, I believe that I was random at the FDA. I didn't know. Somebody said, after I found out I was a top PI after I got zapped, somebody said, don't you know civil servants who go work for the government are, like, guaranteed to be guinea pigs? I said, no. I quit my job at Pfizer. I could have stayed at Pfizer. And, you know, I, I missed my daughter's senior year in high school because I w- was in Maryland working for the FDA, and she was... Yeah, that's not random. Yeah, I don't think that's random. Uh, when you work for FDA, I can, I mean, uh, that's not random to me. Didn't you say you, you stood up for something or you did... I did. Mis- I submitted yeah, that's complaint. why you targeted. Mm-hmm. You worked for the FDA, I mean, in my opinion. I mean, you could say it's random, but... Um, and then what happened to you? You, Me? Uh-huh. Uh, Rhode Island? Uh, well, okay, how do I start it? I'm, I'm trying to, I'm putting the pieces together myself. Um, a victim of a crime on um, property that's owned in Newport, Rhode Island, that sold for $20 million above the appraised price. And it's subsidized by HUD, but there's no um, 
So basically, that's it, a victim of a crime. But I also live, you know, near the Newport um, War College and Raytheon and that make these kind of weapons I'm learning. So basically, I started filing police reports, and they're like, don't. In 2009, I had a job, a home office, and they're like, don't. Um, I had a person, uh, an old mother, I thought, an old mother and a perverted son that lived above me that um, were doing weird stuff to me. And they said, uh, you know, stop complaining and move. At the time, I couldn't. I applied for a grant. I was uh, working on a grant for the DOE that I could retire on. And I'm not a scientist. I said earlier, my bachelor's is, is in psychology, and I've been in medical IT for 15 years. So... That's all I can say. The falsifying of the police reports, and so I believe that the I believe that the the police um, have a relationship with these people that um, the investors who owned own this property, which they own a lot of properties through the United States, but it's um, not regulated at all. It's not like a, a HUD housing project. There's I think HUD's been here once in twenty years. That's all I can say. I mean, a year ago, I thought, oh, my God, finally they broke into my mailbox, and now I have proof. You know, I'm thinking, oh, I can get my life back. So did you make a fuss or have words with someone? I called, yeah, I called the police, and um, they're like, we're not, I said, my mailbox got um, broken into. Can you come to the, and they're like, no, we're not coming. They use the word corruption. I'm like, okay. So I called the Attorney General, State Police. Yeah, we have a huge crime lab. We're not coming. And then I called. Anyway, uh, so that's... So yeah, then, I've been told when you make those phone calls, that can do it. I don't know. I mean, I don't know what really does it, but I called Department of Justice, and I was told that could have done it. But I had words with some police, and I had a lot of words with a neighbor, and so I don't know. Yeah, I, well, the thing is, is that I had, I mean, I have lived with police law enforcement, and uh, my longest friend in Newport is a sheriff, and I, I sure would like to know where he is. But I think that, you know, I mean, it's it's a really bad housing situation. It's like the worst. It's, a, you know, a lot of crime and drugs. I mean, if you go online, you would see that it's really bad. So, but then... So then I, I go a year ago when I made that, com- not even complaint, I called from the office. I'm like, oh, great, I finally get my life back. Because the police had been falsifying the reports since 2009, too. And so it just made the tenants like, oh, we'll break into a house more. But now I'm learning that, you know, the champion with food and all this other stuff, now in the past year it has gone to corporations and other things. So... I don't. I thought it was this crazy lady and her son and the tenant. So now it looks like I don't know. I'm hearing about all this other stuff that I don't know. Julianne McKinney, who ran Mind Control Experimentation in Silver Spring, Maryland, she does. I know she has at least one video on YouTube where she's interviewed by Jeff somebody, and. Um, she gives some of the best advice and that, you know, she says sometimes as simply as changing direction or moving can re- re- relieve the target. Oh, yeah. What is the, I mean, if I didn't move here, my, if I didn't live on this property, which is funded by a HUD, these people make so much money off this property. I, I've lost everything living on this property. So now they've, now I'm, they're using these directed energy weapons. So now it's like, you know, you take in, 
if you if, if this has gone back ten years, you've taken ten years of my life, very important years of my life. Mm-hmm. No, but she wasn't talking about moving from one residence to another. She was saying physically moving, changing your direction of where you're, like, if you're facing one way, turning around and facing, like, the other way or moving can help reduce the target. Oh, no, yeah, but I'm so broke but, now. I mean, I've lost everything living here. And and it's funny, I didn't even pay, pay my rent. And there's certain rules, like, if you don't pay your rent, it's, because HUD is involved, not really, but they do. Get, the investors get money from HUD. You have to follow certain guidelines. I mean, they 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 didn't even try to evict me. So. They want me to stay here now. Now it's like if she goes, she she talks. So and she gets healthy. As long as I'm here, I'm not healthy. I can't talk. I'm being wounded every day and assaulted in this apartment. In even when I leave, but it's worse here. I haven't had food or medicine medicine that hasn't been tampered with and now I'm hearing about all these other people and I, th- and I thought it was this crazy woman in the tenants and that started nine years ago you know it started cutting my phone lines when I had uh, in home office but now I don't know mm-hmm. I, I live I live in Newport yeah, and by the war college now. now I don't know if it was a neighbor or this um so you can't move me financially no I actually went to a, a New England TI thing and, and there was an incident there was a part there that stole something from me, which has, so I am, <laughs> oh, no, so I, I wouldn't be, I, I, I wouldn't be safe at a shelter either. I, I would let you live with me, but I'm trying to get the bioorganism <laughs> out of my house. But I live in a very nice neighborhood. I live in a private beach community by the beach, and a lot of this is a land grab. It, it, I believe this is a depopulation effort, and they're like, okay, while we do this, uh, depopulation. We're going to experiment, and we're going to—they're going to use the benefits of all this data for them because these people want immortality for themselves. Our birth certificates—they're traded on Wall Street, um, you know. And, and um, not only that, but if you have a criminal case or even a say a, a violation, any type of case like a nothing, a nothing. I have no criminal record. I'm educated. I'm the only one I think on this property that's educated. And this, I'm being these weapons are being used on me. And the police and the owners have have enlisted all these other people. They filed a police report, and I think it snowballed. I think they put me on some kind of watch list. I have no criminal record at all. I mean, if I'm on some list, then, I mean, I got grabbed by the buttocks. They're trying to provoke me. They're trying to do everything you can imagine to get me arrested. Right, because there's money. They get money if they can get you in jail to kill yourself or to a violent act and get killed in the process or or in a psych in a, a psych mm-hmm. institution. They're not yeah. And, yeah, and Julia McKinney said the biggest mistake a TI can do is sit there and, and spend a lot of time trying to figure out why they're in the program. I know that when I was looking at Popular Science or Science Magazine, because uh, the New England coordinator sent out a message about an article, and it brought me to that link. And I started reading the comments. And as I scroll down, this one person who went by Uncle, Uncle something, he said, I am one of the elite. I, and then he gave cryptic messages. I looked at a lot of his comments. He was basically giving directions to the perps. He was giving formulas. And I posted it on Facebook. I said, expose these people. 
and all of a sudden you couldn't find his comment on that magazine. He was using that magazine, and if you looked at his followers, there were doctors, there were professors, there were scientists, there were a lot of other people. There were like 130 people that were following him, and you saw the names of those people. It was, but he was giving cryptic messages to the perps on what to do to the eyes. Wow. Yeah. I don't know. I know I that, that I know that you can be yeah. put into a watch list. Only I only know this by listening to these these calls. Is that you? If you if someone doesn't whatever reason they can the, the a cop or state police and they've threatened me before when I tried to get an alarm. And I went, I've gone to parties with judges and stuff like that because I had friends in law enforcement. So this is like, I have th- they will kill you. I'm walking out the door this woman. They will kill you. I have threats against my family. This is all being done out, out on the open. Oh, well, you were poisoned in this door? Well, don't go in there. That was a police officer, Officer Salter. I, I mean, don't go in there when they're poisoning me. And that, But now I'm hearing about all this other stuff about, you know, poisoning food and I don't know. Yeah, I haven't so, had a beat. Go ahead. Uh, I just, I don't know what kind of world we're living in. I mean, I don't, I guess they've always been around here. I just didn't Can know, I ask, so. are you single? Or is anybody on the, are you two single? Yeah. I'm single. Me too. They go after so. single, single women be, who live alone. And I can tell you, I met many of these women. We're not bottom feeders. We're not, um, many of the TI women that I met, Maryland, Connecticut, New York, they're in Massachusetts. They're very attractive, very intelligent. Many are successful and independent, although they're trying, they have successfully taken the jobs away from these people. And um, Me too. Uh, yep. That's why they attack my face and they say, you know, they burn burn my ovaries and my vagina and all this. I mean, these guys are like, I, I mean, it seems like it's personal, and mm-hmm. which That's is uh, interesting. Yeah. I, I researched the other side. Um, I wanted to find out as much as I could about the perpetrators, almost like an FBI profiler, although I don't work for the FBI and I'm not a profiler. But I thought that would be a smart thing to do. So when I was on paid administrative leave for a year, I spent several months trying to research the other side. Yeah, they don't believe in God. They're like many are Satanists or atheists. I'm not trying. I to believe that. I'm not saying that all atheists or all Satanists are involved, but I think many of them are. Um, they like Aleister Crowley. Um, you know. You got to look up the 1933 business plot because there were a group of elite, and they um, Prescott Bush led the coup to um, to take all disabled people on disability or people on public assistance, and they wanted to put them in internment camps or exterminate them. And if you think about this TI program, that's exactly what this is doing because oh yeah. That's why I'm on disability since 2012 is because I had a job and the people upstairs were cutting my phone lines to my home office. I mean, I had a job that, oh, my God, it was 333000 for the DOE uh, uh, I could have retired on. If I didn't live on this property and all these other people, like, 
people are low life. They listen. You go to the bathroom. They follow you to the bathroom. I mean, who would do that kind? Who would do that for a job, for a dime, or nickel? What kind of low perps are you? I mean, well, and and yeah, some people believe it's know, it's but... experimentation. I'm like, what? This is not the experimentation for what? The military? You tell me the military wants to like uh, follow me in the bathroom and watch me. I mean, I can't believe it. I well, don't... what the, what what the perps? What any perps who are even if they're flying planes or helicopters, drone operators, um, local gang stalkers pointing their cell phones. They're, these people are highly efficient. They want to kill two birds with one stone. I can tell you, two of my perpetrators died. One kept them trying to give me like GPS and RFID tracking. What? What they did? Wait, wait, they died. Your, your they perps died. died. Two of my perps died. One died. Oh, of, Mary. One died of many uh, complications from many strokes. Not a quick, easy death either. And the other died of cancer. Yeah, so, I'm hearing, Karen Stewart said that, that these weapons they use on us are going, like, they disperse the minute they use on us, but I don't know. I live by the War College and behind Walmart, so. Uh, yeah, the owners of this stuff, they're not protected. You know, no. people, I don't care if you're a drone operator. I don't care if you're a helicopter pilot. I don't care if you're a local gang stalker following me with some device or pointing your cell phone. And I don't mind the local gang stalkers. They don't bother me one bit. Um, They look stupid. They they burp or clear their throat. uh, I mean, they're like, uh, (laughs) oh, my God, like, can you go? I mean, geez, my niece goes to Harvard. Where where did you go to school to learn how to burp or go to I mean, come on now. This is a military experimentation. I'm well. I, no, I'm not making. Actually, let me take that back. I am not there. I there might be, but I cannot believe the military is running this on me in Newport, Rhode Island. I don't believe. I and and it, it's it may be corruption and money. People stuff stuff in their pockets with money, but I'm all of this for me is uh, one person is amazing. How much money it is. You know, and, and but, it's not backed by gold or silver, and it hasn't been for many, many decades. Uh, you know, so they want a cashless society. They want less people. It's really the Nassau war document and what um, Deborah uh, Tavares um, tried to expose, and that is people are too waste too many resources, we're too kind, and blah, 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 and they want robots. And supposedly there are robots, and they have used people as pets. So many people are hooked up to a supercomputer program. I know that when I talked to several TIs face to face, they were tell and and these women, I guess a lot of the women are minorities. Um, so most of the TIs are are women, and then most of the TI women are minorities. I consider myself a minority because I'm half Japanese, a quarter Irish, and a quarter Scandinavian. Wait, so, what are these? Wait, say that again. Uh, statistics. Again, um, what were you saying? Most most of the TI, most of the TIs are supposedly women, like maybe close to seventy percent, mm-hmm. and then women, most of right. the women are minorities. And I met many of the women. Now, what the ones who are getting D2K or some mind control stuff, they are being told the same exact things 
in the B2K. And so I said, don't take it personally. You're hooked up to some program because I met five other TI women, women, and they're saying the same. I mean, they're, they're really called horrible, horrible things. Like, so they're called like slaves and the N word, like, you know, the, the targets of the perps, the targets, the target, the targeted women that I met. Well, so when, when they started telling me what the what the V2K is telling them, I'm like, oh, I heard that like from four other t- or five other TI women women who are minority, you know. So you're all hooked up to like the same program because you're all saying you're hearing the same thing, right? They're using the N word on targets. You're saying, yeah, they. Uh, they call them an enslaved. You're you're my and the you know mm-hmm. it, it's a racial word. Yeah, and it's funny because and, and, I and not only that, but they actually said other things to them. And then when these women started telling me this, I'm like, okay, I've heard this from other TIs. So you're all hooked up to like the same program. So don't take it personally. They're just playing some recording. Is it try, are they trying to anger, like, on the road, to try to anger and upset you? They want to uh, make I, you mad. I, I think maybe they want to make them angry, upset, get a reaction, break them. They want to break people. Um, I, I do think they want to break the spirit, the soul. They want to get people to, like, kill themselves, get angry or whatever. But this, one of the women that I met, there was this guy who was a state cop living uh, across the street, and he looked like he had, like, 10 Christmas lights randomly in his big picture window. But when I went over to her house, and I was there six and a half hours doing, like, I had bug detectors and all this stuff. But anyways, while I was checking out her house, I, I noticed those lights, and I'd seen those lights before. So in her foyer, she had a beautiful house. In her foyer, I looked at an angle with my binoculars, and you could distinctly see he had two lasers pointing toward her house her garage, and her garage door was broken one day when she came home from work. And um, she looked in the binoculars. She saw the same thing, that there weren't 10 Christmas lights in, randomly in his window. There were two distinct lasers pointing at her garage. Well, and then he, she, she did witness him holding some other direct energy weapon and pointing it at her house in the middle of the night. Well, I know I went to the Middletown, Rhode Island post office, and uh, at one point, right? And I guess it, I guess it goes to levels. So this woman, and I would think she's white. She's light skinned. She says to me, and I'm white. I, I have red hair. I'm white skinned, and she, and I'm obviously I hate using that word. I've never used it. I'm not gonna say targeted. I can't. I, it's corruption. I, I guess I don't know. But she yells out, "Uncle Dick," in uh, 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 Spanish Lane. And it does seem like this that I'm being followed by at that point, not before. I mean, there's a lot of other people involved, but they're actually using Spanish people against me. Well, maybe in this development, or at least I don't know. They're tan skin; they get a tan. I don't tan. I, but um, I don't know. I just. I think they just, because they do the, they did with me this 666, you know, even the police officer and the ripped the buses one night. Oh, you know, look at that. Oh, I hope that's not a demon. 
Yeah, uh, it was a 666 license plate. And then the lottery, it came up one time, too. That's how um, corrupt the state is, I guess. Um, so, <laughs> I know, like, like that, I mean, oh, and someone calls me up. Oh, I'm going to do voodoo and sodomy and all this other stuff. Although, I didn't know about the weapons at that time, either. I've gone on the web so and tried to, like. There's a theme. You mean Hispanic people and then voodoo and stuff like that for you? I no no I don't think so. The, I mean they just said Spanish. No, I don't think it because this no no uh, the six 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 thing. Well, I don't know. I don't know. I I mean the the owners had all these other people move in. Are they Spanish? I don't know. The human beings, I, as far as I know, <laughs> they humans. And my taxes out of my FDA check. Many times the federal tax would come up as like. many times. And then what they would do is on radio or TV, they would say, oh, um, somebody received a paycheck and they got, they kept on getting their paycheck for $666, so they quit their job. They were definitely trying to like, yeah, the devil mm-hmm. thing, like, oh, oh, my God, 666. Well, I, see, I think they do – I think what they do is they try to do everything that you're against. Like, they try to like, – because I remember one time on the bus, they were like um, – the bus driver's like, oh, my God, look at that, 666. I hope that not, that's not a demon. And the police officer pulled over it, who's part of my targeting. And when I get home, I have a reaction to my um, medicine, which was tampered with, and there's, like, seven Newport police cars outside my thing, thinking I'm going to call 911 one or whatever but yeah and then the i thought you know people follow me around with 666 license plates i don't know if they're fake or not and then and then but the only thing is in rhode island it came out in the lottery so i actually which is interesting so that's how much uh how many people are involved and what's been happening to me but that's laughable like i'm not to me but hey the guy the the apartment next to me is like a hotel i i can't even tell you i mean how many people move in and out of well, these no, apartments. I, I think they just use things so you'll notice. I mean, mine was the nose pickers. <laughs> oh, my God. Nose? They have videos of me picking my nose. I mean, there would have been thousands of people. And when it sounds funny and ridiculous, but when you have hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people over years driving by picking their nose, I, I think that's partly mind control, too, because I went to Roger Williams University, and this guy was picking his nose so hard. I mean, it was bright red. I mean, he was trying to make a scene. You know, I'm like, I should have, I, I went over and sat next to him, so he'd stop to be like, okay, so do you get a check now? Or, or, or like, is, are you, like, it's okay. Like, I've seen you picking your nose, okay? The thing is, um, I pick my nose when I get home. <laughs> like, not so, that day. So talking about noses, because of what uh, I believe they're spraying and because of these microorganisms, uh, I'm not the only one affected. And I do think it causes breathing, breathing problems, allergy problems. Um, you'll notice skin, hair, and nails because those are the fastest reproducing um, uh, cells in our body and stuff. It's affecting all these things. But um, cleaning your nose is really important. So cleaning the inside. Oh, yeah. So if, it's a filter. If if you're getting chemtrails or anything, like some people were saying earlier, like you find in your house, um, 
definitely blow out your nose, do sinus cleanses with uh, distilled water, get it out if you're breathing anything. I do believe that. But I do believe this guy, that was what he was told to do, or clear your throat. One time I, like, cleared it so many times, like, I, I thought, oh, God, like, that was, like, my fighting back scene on the, on the well, bus. I'm going to tell you what I have seen, and I nobody ever talks about it. Of course, I'm not on Facebook or nothing, but there's a ring around the sun a lot. It's a light pink and a light blue. And Where? you can see it more if you have tinted windows on your vehicle, which I do, very tinted. And then you roll it down and you really can't see it. But the other day you could see it without the without the window being up, and I kind of got it on video just to see. Um, didn't show as well, but you can see it a little bit. And I've noticed, and it's the first time I've mentioned it, but on, like, we have big bay windows, I see little, like, metal-leaf-looking flakes. Like, like little colors of some sort of flakes stick into the windows in the dust. So I don't know if that's what that is. Okay, so you're saying I, I had a problem uh, hearing you. Pink and blue specks are like on your bay window. Well, on the window they don't look so much pink and blue. There's just like little colors, like little colors. I went up and looked at them one day. I need to clean my windows. They're kind of dusty. And then the, the little sparkly flecks on them. And I, I remember going up looking and thinking, are those little cameras? What is that? And and then I kind of correlated it with, is that what is in the sky? Because they put so much chemtrails around here sometimes. And uh, there are a lot of times there's a ring around the sun, and it's light pink and light blue. Oh, the sun. Oh. The sun, yeah. But on oh, the okay. window, I did notice little flecks. Little little flecks. They're not pink and blue, but they just look like little multicolored tiny things. But I just wonder if that, is that from the chemtrails? They can do anything. I, I, I really, remember, this is, remember how the military won a, a battle in Syria or whatever, because they used voice to skull on, on ISIS or whatever, or whoever it was, and said, put down your weapons, this is Allah, and they showed them a picture. So they actually did the visual thing, too, in addition to the voice to skull. And they, we, we won. They all put down their weapons. They actually thought it was Allah. That is how good the technology and us being in this thing now. I would never, I would never believe anything any of you have said. I was like, what the? A couple months no. ago, no, no. Now, I mean, I got a clunk on the head. I remember leaving here one day, and I didn't know the the importance of like the red vehicles or whatever. But I just got a, red, uh, a car, and it was red. And the woman who's like one of, operating out of the house, one of the apartments said uh, said to me, ran out and said to me. I think she's the one threatened to kill me. That that apartment. She said, "Oh, is that a candy apple red car?" So I'm like, "Huh." So I'm going out. Of, so I'm in Rhode Island. I'm driving in, in Mass, uh, Massachusetts to Walmart, and um, because um, I'm not safe here, I'm bitten. I'm stalked. The food's being, medicines being tampered with, or I don't even know if at that point because people are saying things that are weird. So I'm. I'm anyway, I drive into Fall River, Massachusetts, and. Uh, I get a clunk on the head, like, so it's almost like my vision goes black for a second. Now, the whole thing was orchestrated for me. I go from Rhode Island to Massachusetts, Fall River, there's a Walmart. I go in, there's um, 
there are vehicles that are actually blocking off. So when I come in at that this uh, particular time, that I go uh, go down this one aisle. Now, when I go down this one aisle, there is a candy red car there. But in a second, there's I mean, it's it's not even real. It's there's a car that comes up. It's like a red uh, truck that goes by me, but it's it almost hits me. So it sort of frightens me, but it's not. It's blurry. It's not. It's not real. That's what I'm saying. There's, there were uh, five to six um, cameras ab- above that thing. Although the Fall River Police said, "Yeah, yeah, I know that we don't have any cameras. We can't give that. We can't give the audio." I said, "Yeah, you know that that red truck almost hit me. I'm being stopped. I need to see." Oh no, 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 no. And then I go to Fall River Police, and then and they're like, "Yeah, we're not looking at it. I worked there eight years. The whole all of them are involved. I walked out of uh, Fall River Police. I get another conk in the t- top of my skull. Now my my vision didn't go black at that time, but it was like a blink." I I blinked where I normally wouldn't have blinked. So all I'm saying, they can do anything. Well, this was in the beginning of of this whole or, ordeal. This is no. This was um, an escalation, which now involves Fall River Police and um, and another Walmart. So be very careful of Walmarts and Starbucks and Stop and Shops. No, that uh, this was like I said, like I had. I, I I was going out of state um, to to get you know. Was it an see, en- do you think it was an energy weapon that hit you? <laughs> no, I thought a year ago I wrote to HUD saying like, look, I'm being tortured and terrorized in this housing situation where you are paying money to these investors. I said I believe that corruption is part of it. The, the police and law enforcement for years, if I asked to do get 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 a door alarm, they they threatened me. The ripped the bus drivers threatened me. I'm being stalked from people I don't even know. I'm being threatened to uh, people are threatening to kill me and my family and blah 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 blah. So that was all first. But I mean a year ago around before Christmas is when the that high frequency sound. That's what I wrote in the letter to HUD. I'm like, uh, the owners on to my apartment. With all I can say is it's a something I've seen on TV is a is a high frequency um, alarm that the police use riot gear. I think I didn't use riot gear. I didn't even use that. I just said the effects of it. Now I'm learning. Oh, it's ultra ultrasound. So that was a year ago. No, the Walmart driving to no Massachusetts was a totally. It was an escalation, I think. Well, there's definitely, definitely stores in, in different places. Like where I live, it's just and at the height of the stalking, it was seemed like it was everybody. Truly, I mean, it's very hard to live like that and know that all these people don't like you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I had to go to. Oh, I don't. I don't care about these people. I look at them as low lives. I mean, I mean, it is. We are chosen. Never forget, we are chosen for some reason. There is something special about us. Now, these other people that. I mean, I mean, who would you ever be a stalker? I mean, come on. I've never met someone in my family. My family don't even know what a stalker is. We're educated. If we don't go educated, my brother never went to college. But he was a Coca Cola. I mean, we work. We're not like these low lives that bully people. My family doesn't bully people. No one in my life would ever bully someone. But that, I think, is why we're targeted. So these people are criminals, and, and they're going to go to jail. 
Uh, I agree. I agree with you. We're not criminals, and they go after good people. They go after smart people, wealthy people. I mean, they're going after. I think they're going after specific. Um, but I do think a lot of what they're using the micro drones and the, you know, the pathogens and the chemtrails. They are trying to and using the TVs and the cables and the smart meters and the sodium fluoride in the water. There's 200 counties in the United, 200 counties and countries in the world or United States that ban sodium fluoride from the water. In the 19, um, when American soldiers um, found stockpiles of sodium fluoride in Nazi prisoner camps, they wanted to know what they were used for. They were used to make the prisoners more docile. Wow. They're putting lithium. They're using lithium batteries. Um, I I I found that I don't buy, try not to buy anything with lithium batteries. That I believe they can heat up the lithium and you release lithium ions. Well, now, this is my question. This is my big burning question. Since I've been listening to this call, it's so funny. All three of us have been talking. I don't know if anyone Ella's. Ella, you get still there. So, but I guess she's not saying it. She's not hanging up on us. But the thing is, is like what I want to know. People say, "Oh, well, they're under mind control. Or they're doing this." I would like to know when someone, you know, clears his throat a million times or picks his throat because that's supposed to be something offensive to me. I mean, like, mm-hmm. are they? Is this technology something that someone can just beam at your head, not knowing you? Because on these calls, they say, oh, no, you have to do brain mapping first and grab onto your frequency and poison you for a year, which I have. But the thing is, they've done it po- They've done it so they make me believe, like, they're not po- – I mean – but then I get to these calls and like, yeah, they could a fungus could make the, you more of an antenna. And I'm thinking, is that why I've had all these problems with medicine and food? So can that is my question. That's why on these calls can I? I isn't there somebody you know, that can say to us, okay, this don't know what this is about. None of us know why. I used to think they just wanted to distract me for another reason. You know, you can try to figure it out. But even all the people in the know, they don't really know what's going on. So, I don't know. Well, no, they, I don't believe, like, I mean, I have uh, been, it's been said to me, you know, like, I can tell you, I can make you feel sad, happy, I can take this away from you, um, an orgasm, this, that, I can do this, make you feel love. And that's, the unfortunate part of it is that I for the past year, since they used that high-frequency noise, and I thought, oh, no, it's just riot gear. Not that it made it any better, but I, and that, but, but they made it such a public display of, of uh, military or police following me around trying to get me to talk afterwards. So I, I, I've been in this hell for, like, the past year and a half by myself. Like, uh, like I guess we... we mean, oh, after they did it, they wanted to hear you talk? Yeah, because I couldn't, I, I, I couldn't speak. They damaged my speech center with that assault to my head. But I explained it as the, uh, like um, a high-frequency noise, like an alarm that went on for hours, That, but I said it burned my skin. Recently, I went to my doctor. I'm like, because they're attacking my breast. I'm like, he wrote nostalgia, which is like, um, inf- you know, inflammation of your breast tissue. This, I, I never had pain in my breast before. They're hit, they're targeting my breast in sensitive areas of my body. And David Voigt's like, well, well, why don't we go to the police and file a police report? I'm like, I don't even, like, what is he talking about? 
He, he's saying you know, one thing. They, they don't know about it, but he wants people. For, uh, you know what concerns me about these damn calls is that you you have, you know, Kate Ryan saying, uh, we're doing a survey. Everyone write down their symptoms and fill up this survey and tell me what you have so we can we can put you in a barn. That is what concerns me, that these people that are targeted, people are taking advantage of people that are targeted. Fill up this survey. Why do you need to know the symptoms? Raytheon, General Dynamics, Lockheed, whoever, you know the military are making, are making these. I'm glad we're saying both sides, but, you know, we don't want to put a lot of fear in them either. What you're doing this is... This Ella. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm sure. We're trying to find my son, so I've been a little preoccupied. I'm sorry, but, you know, no, we no, don't no. need to... You know, I mean, you. there's two sides, and it's good. I believe we should have both sides, you know. But Kate Ryan is a phenomenal human being, and I respect anything and everything she does. She's a very decent person. And, you know, and you just have to know that people, a lot of people in, in, in this community care about what's going on. They want to stop this. They spend every waking hour trying to stop this and to do things for the community. So let's not attack those people, please. No, no, I'm not attacking Kate okay. Ryan. I don't, okay. I don't think he's attacking anybody, but do I see I'm not. that people are being used to help collect the data? Yeah, no, Ella, yeah, let me, I do. No, yeah, Ella, um, sorry. can I and ask you this question? It. Is, I didn't yeah, hear it's not about Kate. Yeah, no, 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 okay. I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not attacking her. Okay, so maybe you can a- a- ask me this, because this is my concern, um, is that, and I didn't fill out a survey. I since I've been like I think it's been December. Let's let's say December, and I'm in Newport, Rhode Island. My, my name's Joan, and so a, a lot of these people like Rog, uh, Dr. Duncan and then Dr. Benny and Kirk Reby, um are, are develop uh, want surveys, and then David Voigt yeah. about our, about our symptoms. I'm very concerned, and then David Voigt, who I think who is, like, stellar because he's in the U.S. military and he's Navy. I'm like, oh, great, he's on our side. He's even worried yeah. about it. He's worried about us coming out. Me, we're 5105. Now, I know they've, tried, they've I've never been hospitalized or whatever, and they, they do – they've tried to do it to me. I have a bachelor's in psychology. So my, why are they trying to get our symptoms when we need – I guess what I'm saying is why are they – everyone wants – like data and statistics when we should be going all together in Washington. And I know you said, Ella, before you, I, like I said, like I'm being burned. I'm being assaulted every day. Yeah. yeah. Do you know, you have to remember what Bill <laughs> Benning was. No, you don't. It's okay. You, you wouldn't be able to talk you wouldn't be able to talk. If you were targeted, you would not be able to talk. Um, you know what? You're wrong about that. You know, some of us, you know, some of us are able to get it together. But well, when it gets going on, you know, I'm, you know, everyone deals with it differently. I lay down, I pick the phone.
I have to pull it together because I have a family. I don't know what how it would work for other people, you know. Um, you know, there's times, though, for all of us, if everyone's got different times where it's really tough for them, you know. But just because a person's not, you know, overly emotional on the phone, and I have my moments, too. I just don't do it on a call, you know. But I'm glad you're here, and, you know, I want to support you. But everyone's being tortured, you know. Everyone, there's different various things, and if they're not being tortured, they're being harassed, and it's a nightmare. We can all agree that it's a nightmare. We can all agree that this is crimes against humanity. We can all agree that there's laws being broken and our constitution being violated and shredded before us. And we can all agree that we're all suffering immensely, quietly, um, well, hopefully not too quietly, that's the point, but we have to be careful. And the worst thing is we can't be honest with everybody we know and tell them exactly what's going on, which I find extremely offensive. You know, to be an open, honest, uh, open-hearted kind of person who's really honest, and I can't tell my next-door neighbor what's going on with me, and I can't tell, you know, the governor or whoever it is and have people believe in us. You know, we have to bite our tongue and not tell the truth. That's offensive to me, and that really is the worst part, not being able to be honest about this. Well, I don't have Probably children, but if I hear one more threat to my niece. I'm sorry. I really am. And the fact that she's in this, too, and people that have disabilities, you know, that's the that fires me up and why, you know, we do everything we do, you know. Um, and you, she feels trapped because she can't move. I'm, I'm sure I... I... Yeah. They have brought me here, though. I mean, they have brought me in this situation, you know, and I'm so... I have to protect everyone because... If I have one more threat against my nieces right now, and these low lives, they're like, they burp and fight, like, and they follow me around, like, they're like disgusting people that I never, ever would allow in my life. Never, ever. Yeah, that's something I think a lot of us can agree on, that, you know, these are the kind of people we'd never even, I mean, I don't even know people like that. I didn't even know my a little bit sheltered. So it, it was quite shocking to come to terms with that there's people that can do this. Of course, I knew this is true. You know, it is. It's really a vile situation. Uh, and listen, it was an attack against Kate Ryan. I'm just saying I'm, I'm concerned that people are asking about the statistics about um, targeted individuals. That's what I'm saying. Well, and the symptoms, because I don't understand. Hey, take a deep breath. I don't take understand how this is happening in the United States of America. And how many surveys for police support when they're involved is I, I one more day, one you. more hour. I can't, I can't live. I mean, I, I can't live. But one more freaking minute of these people. They're disgusting. But you know what? You have us, and there's really, really great people in this community. You know, I wouldn't know any of you guys if it wasn't for this community. And that's like the, to me, that's a silver lining. It's the only silver lining. And that and realizing I have a strength in me that I didn't even know existed, you know, in a determination. You know, for some reason, we are chosen. 
And I, I'm not sure. We don't want to be. It's like a negative and a plus for some reason. But when you look at these perps, they are so disgusting. People that would, they would never. I listen to people on these calls. They're like the nicest people. But that, yeah. And someone said, call early, we're sheep. No, it's not that we're sheep. It's that we're chosen. We're going to stand up to you. You want what we want. Whether it's Project Soul Catcher, because you don't have a soul, you want to map our brains, because you don't, you don't even know how to function, you don't even relate as a human being with a soul. I know, but then also the more technical, I think a lot of it's technical. They want to map people that are sensitive and sweet and have compassion. Exactly. You know? mm-hmm. That's what I believe. That's my personal belief, because I believe in all that. Um, and I've seen things that make me believe it 100%. Um, and experience things like that. And, you know, that's part of the reason, you know, they're going to have a future generation of people that are full of nanotechnology that they can control. They also want to be able to understand us, you know, and find out why some people are outliers or not. Yeah, they're really nice people in this community, but they're all unique. I have to say that most people have spoken up, which I did, you know, and fought for things that they believed in, went against what other coworkers were doing, you know, and wouldn't shut up about it. So, you know, this is a very, this is a bold group. They're nice, but they're bold, you know, and a lot of them, a lot of us. I know, a lot of them are like whistleblowers or like, and I'm not, I'm yeah. really nothing. I mean, I'm, I, I was working hard, you know, and I don't know, you know, I mean, all these other people, I'm not like a whistleblower or whatever, or, I mean, I yeah, filed a police report. I filed a freaking police report. Because these perverts that live above me. Is it yeah. Joan New York that that is speaking that is upset? I'm not sure. Pardon? You what? may not. I mean, it, are you on Rhode Island? Yeah, Newport. If you ever want to get together, I'll take you out to lunch. <laughs> this is Connie. I'm in Connecticut. If you ever want to go out to lunch, I'll you know come there and take you out to lunch and. Um, my tree. Yeah, and Connie is the kind of person, you're so grounded, you know, Connie. I remember you were like the third or fourth person I talked to. And uh, you're just so grounded and level-headed, and she had great she had great shielding. Just the perfect person to kind of, you know. Well, uh, well the reason why is because I was cancer in 2009, and in 2010 I died and came back. I was embraced by God and sent back. Uh, I never told anybody everything I experienced during that near-death experience, but one of the, some of the most special things that came out of it is, number one, I am never afraid to die. So if they shall take my life, you know, I hope they don't take my life. I hope I die of natural causes, but now I don't even know what a natural cause is anymore because I think they've been doing this for the past century or two centuries. But um, number two, uh, trust your inner gut and instinct. And number three, I don't believe God embraced me and sent me back to be a targeted individual. I think it was to try to survive and help people. And so that's what I continue to try to do. And I'm not, you know, my financial situation is okay. So I would be glad to go there, take you out to lunch and, you know, yeah. And, you know, try to, I, I don't know if, getting together with you could make you more of a target because 
they pretty much have me on, like, some GPS tracking system, even when I don't turn on the radio. Oh, I'm my- bad, too. Like, I couldn't even, like, do the tidal wave for um, President um, Trump. They they shut me down for that and shut down my phone, so. But, I yeah, I, I'm willing to definitely. If you, uh, okay. <laughs> if you don't, see, that's another thing. Like, you've got to be afraid of, you know, um, I mean, I have learned that some people think it's like an experimentation. It's either experimentation or maybe corruption with the government. So it's, I don't know if anyone would agree with that. So if you're, I cannot believe the military or whoever is experimenting. With me, my situation is money. These are falsified one police report, and it's just like gotten out of control. Can I, can I make a comment? Absolutely. Kate, are you, hold on, Kate, are you on the line? Yes, I am. I, I would like to say something because I, I've been working my butt off for over a year on this project with the um, survey, and it is under the advisement of Bill Benny. He is a brilliant man. He knows what he's doing. He knows the direction to take us, and it's very upsetting for me to hear someone um, ripping me apart, no, 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 you misheard. I said no, to you, I, I am very concerned. I did not mishear. I heard. And, no, and I am you concerned have to about why do they want the surveys or symptoms? Why aren't they helping us? And let this us is how they help us, okay? You cannot, the church committee didn't happen with people just sitting around talking to themselves and doing nothing about it. They got together. They united we want to do the same thing, but we have to do it with evidence. And that's why starting with the survey. The survey is also going to include technical information that people have gathered. There's a lot of targeted people that have technical information. I myself have some that proves this is going on. And if we all join together, join forces, we will be a force to be dealt with. I listen to these calls every day. What do you need proof? We have to unite. That's what I the know. survey is to. all about, is uniting to. and getting the proof to. that people are experiencing the same thing. Just as Connie was saying earlier, that it's, we know it, it's a playbook. We are going to prove that it's a playbook. And and these people that keep turning their backs on us, they're not going to be able to turn their backs on us. If we get together, we do this survey, and we prove it. Why do we it have to prove it? It's very important. And, Kate, I was one of the ones that questioned all these people doing affidavits and stuff, and, because I know a big part of this is there's big money in the data. And even these calls, they're getting the data, but they want to know what we're thinking, what we're feeling, what targeting we're experiencing, you know, we think we're experiencing. But, Connie, we're protecting everyone's name when we do this survey. Names are not going to be attached to the survey. They they won't get anything other than generalities. Why aren't they going to a Congress or calling uh, a That is how we do it, by getting the survey completed. And then we can go with the information. That is the whole point. Not only the information from the survey, but there are people across this country that have pictures of of their uh, perps. They have um, police reports that they put in. They have proof that their homes have been broken into. 
20 and, years of people. And some I people, to people have 50-page um, uh, documents about this stuff. 20 so, years these people are targeted and no one even is listening? That's so we're just because nobody, nobody has united enough, and that's the whole point of this. We have yeah, to Kate, unite. Kate, we all have Melinda. to support each other. I, I do You've got to drink something, some tea or something to relax because you, you're pushing your blood pressure. I can, I can feel your tension. You have to take some breaths and let other people speak for a while, in all fairness, if you don't mind. Everybody and relax and believe what Ellen said. We've all been where you are. We have all been there. There isn't a single person on this call that hasn't been where you are right now. I know that. That is what is so frustrating. I don't understand what is... Why this is happening? How it can be happening in our country? Because people are that evil. That's why. That's why. And because our country is in, is is in very bad shape. And I, the sooner we all realize that, we will get take it off its pedestal and realize that there's a lot of horrible I, things going on. People hurt and people killed around the world. And and, and uh, we yeah. all put our faith in somebody. And it's just, and I'm going to be my telephone, Joan. You've got to understand, too. I just want to tell you, all right, so I live in, I want you to know if something happens to me. <laughs> because I couldn't do the tidal wave because they shut my phone down. And so all these, they're shutting my communication down. I mean, all these people against one person. I don't want to even understand it. I have no criminal record. I'm educated. I file a police report. I'm a victim of a crime. That's it. So I don't want. Joan, I'm going to give you my telephone number. And if you ever you can call me if you want to get together. I would be glad to take you out to lunch and everything and spend some time. Because when I had that near-death experience, the most special thing that came is I have an inner peace and harmony. No matter what these people do to me, they can't break it. And, no, and that's not true. Die. I will tell you, have you ever, that's not true. They can well, make you, they can take your connection people. to God. All right, yeah, that's true. I'm not going to, I won't even tell you what they've done to me. They have, they can do anything. Do you know what? You're in the initial stages of finding everybody and trying to figure out what's going on, and I know you're new. <laughs> have a little faith. This community has been around a while. And, you know, everyone here has so much information and there's so much support. And I want you to have trust in what Kate and Bill Binney and Chris Weeby and Carla are doing. Um, you know, I trust Bill a thousand percent, you know, um, a thousand percent. And all the people I just listed above. Um, so how no, do I don't, they- no, I know. I don't have any relationships with these people. And, and I know. I just... <laughs> I would like to uh, have you uh, contact me about this survey. I've been waiting for it. Yeah, I I just, you know, Bill has had some issues lately, and we're down to the the very final last part. And um, I I don't know what's holding it up, but because I don't like to bug him constantly, 
But oh, yeah. once this last step is done, it's going to be out. Okay? Um, okay, how's that help? But, Joan, uh, I yeah. want to talk to you tomorrow, okay? I'll call you tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay? Yeah. And uh, This we'll is not a together. personal attack again. You, uh, I just, like... I, I know. I know it's, that. It's like... Um, I don't yeah, but I, I know you're having a really tough time. That's why I want to call you tomorrow. I'll call you late afternoon, okay? okay? Yeah, okay. And I, I'd like to make a quick comment as well. Um, I just want to say, you know, we have to take the emotion out of it, and we need to start gathering data because Bill, Bill Binney worked for the director of the NSA. Bill Binney is a famous cryptologist and he and Kirk Weeby are trying to help us gather data instead of saying this is happening, that's happening, all on a one-off. By gathering all of our symptoms together, maybe there's commonality, maybe there's statistical significance, maybe these symptoms match up to weapons. But why do we have to prove to people? These people have developed the, the weapons. They are on our side. It should be day one. Uh, I, yeah, I developed these weapons, and I heard a complaint, one complaint, from one American. No, 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 no. The purpose of it is it, 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 it's for all of us to stop saying, if we just take out the, the emotion and just talk, talk about it logically, the purpose is to gather all these symptoms and to show that what what is happening may match up against the weapon. It may match up against microwave radiation. It may be so statistically significant that it is not just a matter of one person's word or another person's word, but in aggregate, it may have relevance that is undeniable as opposed to one-offs, everyone saying this or that or the other is happening. It's we just, have David Voigt who made these these things. We have Bill Benny and Kirk Weeby who made these weapons. And we, I've Bill listened Benny to these calls, and even though I'm make, new. No, you're mistaken. Bill Benny and Kirk Weeby did not make these weapons. They did not make the weapons. They are against these weapons being used on U.S. citizens. What but about Dr. Duncan? what you're saying. It's what about Dr. Duncan? Dr. Duncan didn't know what he was doing. When he made that, he thought he was building something that was going to help Oh, no, humanity. no, I'm not blaming him. I'm asking, okay. why don't we have these people with the credentials to help us now? They are helping us. Well, some of them can't. They sign agreements. They can't. They're, they're, they would put them, their lives in danger. Karen they can Stewart? Up to a point. I mean, yes, can we do it? But all these people have these credentials. Well, what? And they're what, all doing things. They're, they're all also targeted. <laughs> yeah, but you, I just, you just have to know. And I know Carla and uh, Kate will agree with this. You know, I, I'm in an emails. I see everything. They are diligently writing letters. And you know, Karen Stewart is amazing. She's tough. Um, and she's very, she's done a lot. Anytime there's an opportunity for her to speak, to speak out, to try to do something, she's there, you know, and she's calm, cool-headed. She's got her credentials, and she's got quite the story to tell herself. But um, you just have to know, those people are doing something every single day trying to get the word out, talk to the right people, connect people, um, write letters to the right people, you know, uh, get together, form alliances, 
to stop this. So you have to know that that is going on with these people specifically. We, we have to stop. Um, may I like say something? This is Melinda. And we have to start gathering the evidence. It's critical that we start, come together and we be more scientific. And Karen Stewart is a great example of someone who's doing a lot and who's also a victim. I know these weapons. I, I, I mean, I'm of the belief in my situation that the police have these weapons too, whether they're corrupt or whatever. So I don't believe that this is like, oh, these, I, I've, I've read so much and that Dr. John Hall, that these weapons have been used for years against people. So I don't understand why we need proof. One part, if one per American says, I'm being burned. Well, it's a matter, it's a matter of, of uh, gathering the data together because nobody else is going to do it for us, right? So it's just a matter of gathering that data. What, what is the harm in that? And then going from there and matching that to effects or bio-effects. And, uh, because I worry, I worry about some people from another country gathering data about Americans when I worry that, that, while, we are, that while we're targeted, while we are targeted, that they might do something else to targeted people. Well, the way I look at it is I want people to know. I want people to know these are the bio-effects. These are, I mean, there's a plethora of evidence out there that B2K exists. The technology to do voice-to-skull exists. There's a plethora of evidence that microwave, microwave radiation causes, um, can be used for V2K, and it causes uh, heating. It causes thermal and non-thermal effects. So if you write down what you're experiencing and take all the emotion out of it, and if I write down what I'm experiencing and we aggregate all of that together, then there might be something that could come out of it. Maybe not. But what do we have to lose to do that? And by the way, Bill Binney and Kirk Wiebe, to have them on our side to be willing to do that and guide us in doing that and to do the data analysis, and the contacts that they have where they might be able to show that evidence to people, if they back us and they take the time to do that, because nobody else has, is a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity, in my opinion. So to and, and there's that, also, um, Carla, if you don't mind me adding, um, a lot of people don't realize that while all this has been coming out and um, – there's various other people that know Bill and Kirk that knew nothing about this. Well, now they do. I actually had a CIA agent call me and tell me he apologized for not believing me. And, and uh, you know, I can't be talking about this stuff out in open because I have to protect these people. But, you know... These are the things that are happening, and these are the people that have lots and lots of followers. And when it finally comes out, these people will be behind us too. You have no idea how many people are going to be coming out behind the scenes when this breaks. Because they are, they're upset too. Could I point out one significant fact? 
that that uh, is being omitted in this uh, that needs to be included in this conversation, and that is the the, the fact that Lloyd's of London, the largest insurance company in the world, which sets the standards for other insurance companies, uh, has chosen years ago to exclude coverage uh, for harm and damage from uh, EMF uh, radiation, EMR, electromagnetic radiation. Uh, and that includes all of the, the uh, devices that function on it, which is cell phones, smart meters, wireless tablets, all wireless devices. These, these instruments of, 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 of torture, you know, that use wireless radiation, they are all uninsurable because Lloyds of London, you know, they apparently lost their, they learned a lesson. They they insured tobacco, apparently, you know, cigarettes. They decided not to make that mistake with uh, electromagnetic uh, uh, fields and radiation. So just there is a blatant acknowledgement of harm. Uh, you know, that is huge. And uh, Joan, Joanne, Joan uh, in Rhode Island, take heart. There are people that are, are out picketing Raycon and Lockheed. These people, you know, the makers of these devices, and, and the, uh, with a, they are identifiable, and the individuals are too. The CEOs and the politicians that have foisted this stuff. Thomas Wheeler is one of the worst people on the planet who is largely responsible for uh, pain and torture that a lot of you all are, are in myself are experiencing uh, by by his policies m manipulating things with uh, cell phone radiation. So uh, you know, I'm thinking, I'm thinking again, Nuremberg. These people need to be brought to trial and be held accountable for for you know this, this unnecessary pain and misery that they have been that has been foisted on us all. I have one thing to say. I mentioned it once before, but I really think it's intriguing. Networks, the movie Network was on last night again. And I saw it, and I listened to that part that was so bizarre when William Holden says, get Snowden on the phone. Then he walks into his office and says, um, send so-and-so down to the CIA hearings. So I... I said, well, maybe that's Patty Chayefsky, you know, making up drama, whatever. So I went and I said, now what hearings are going on in 1976 is when this movie was made. 75, 76. Well, guess what? It was the church hearings. Now, is that a coincidence? There are no coincidences. The name Snowden, and then somebody said, well, his folks were in the CIA. No, they weren't. I checked it up. His uh, grandfather was a, an admiral. And his father was in the Coast Guard for a while, um, but there was no CIA involved. So that was what they call predictive programming. And the fact you mentioned the, the, the CIA hearings, which was the Church Commission, is uh, to me very relevant and uh, coincidental. That, that highlights the significance of human experimentation for those of us who believe that this is about human experimentation because there's a historical basis for it. And the church committee, as an example, Melinda, 
sanctioned the CIA, the intelligence agencies, and military and defense agencies for engaging in human experimentation non-consensually on human subjects. Uh, so, and as did ACRE, the Advisory Committee on Human Radiation Experiments, mm. they also came out with recommendations against uh, non-consensual experimentation, but specifically against waivers of informed consent, which we do know through Department of Defense and uh, other documents uh, is possible and can happen uh, in the United States of America. And there's a historical basis. If you read Jonathan Reno's book, Undue Risk, it's clear that we have engaged in unethical, non-consensual experimentation on military as well as civilians. So, yeah. again... I th thought they were more COINTELPRO against the COINTELPRO. Yeah, and, and my heart does go out to Joan, and I hope that when you do calm down, you realize that we can only do ourselves a service by taking advantage of Bill Benny and Kirk Weeby, who are doing this at great risk to themselves to do the data analysis. And all we're suggesting is people write down their symptoms, do it unemotionally as possible, and try to aggregate and see what um, what is happening to people. And we have nothing to lose by that, right? We're already targeted, in my opinion. Um, but anyway, I'll that's my spiel. Joan, I'd like to say something to you and all the TIs on right now. I go out quite often and pass out flyers and do different things and do all that I can do where I'm at. But one of the questions that I get asked a lot is what type of data there is to back stuff up. So the filling out the forms and information and stuff to help that project out is really going to help us out. And we do need these databases. That's why I started a databases that I'm working on trying to get TIs at my website to fill out. Because one of the biggest questions I get asked, well, what is the volume of TIs in the U.S.? And everybody's just pretty much guessing. But if I could get that database filled out and they can get their forms filled out, their survey, that'll give information on the directory energy weapons. And the database I'm trying to fill will give volume to what we're seeing so that when you go to fight in your city, you can go look at a database and you can say, look, we have... 500 people just in this little city that are targeted, you know, whatever the number may be, but this stuff started, you know, you can look back on the internet and read about it. It started way back in the 80s, this gang stalking targeting of individuals, whatever the real name of it is, we may not know until a whistleblower comes out and says, but we need to build this data, and it's really hard, I understand. My heart pours out to you, you know, you're upset, and like other people said, we all go through this but compiling this data and putting it together, yes, it's going to take time. And, you know, like everybody said, we've got to thank the people working behind it. But that data is what's going to help put the light because the more we put together, it's harder for them to say it's not here and it doesn't exist. And you talk about people that are behind this and people coming out. Well, there are people that have came out that have cost their lives fighting for us, and there's people out there right now that, have targeted individuals for fighting for us, and there's going to be more people that come out, and they will become targeted individuals too for sticking up for us until this all comes to light. But we really all got to try to kind of be patient, keep cool heads, and work towards it. And so 
if people are going to start compiling data for us, we should all try to work with them. And then that way, once these are formed through different people, that data is going to be unrefutable, you know? Well, I'm um, afraid that, you know, people talk about, even um, David Voigt talked about it earlier, and I have a bachelor's in psychology. He talked about the 5105, you know, where people are being, I'm like, why? Just file the police reports. I mean, he's in the Navy, and he's concerned about, he's he had 10,000 letters. Are you kidding me? And he they don't even believe him. Like, I don't yeah, understand. The program was... The program was designed from the get-go. They spent billions of dollars on that, like somebody said in the beginning. It's designed to do three things. It's designed to make you commit suicide. It's designed to institutionalize you, or it's designed to push you to commit a crime. They're, and it's all experimentation. They know every single thing we do. They watch every second we do. It's all logged. It's all put in a giant database and a quantum computer. And it's still an experimental stage, so it's really, really important that we band together now because I guarantee you when they're done experimenting on us, it's going to be a lot worse for everybody. And it's not yes. something we can just run to the cops for because that's the way it was designed. For the, for the part to make you look crazy, it was meant to mirror schizophrenia. And, you know, yes, schizophrenia you. normally comes on an individual between the ages 14 and 28, so that's another good way to show... For most people, I mean, a lot of people are much older in life, but they target kids and stuff too. But we really do got to try to keep the level-headed and fill out these databases, you know. And I wouldn't try to be all scared about it. I I would just try to, I mean, as far as filling out the databases, because what we're going through is scary. Believe me, I've been at the bottom, and some of the people on this talk show probably have heard some of the deepest things that I've gone through during this. And it wasn't pretty. But we really need to build these databases, and it's going to take time, and we just got to all sit back and do what we can. But we need to band together. We need to work together. United, we will win this. And if they keep dividing us, we will fall. And that's one of the reasons, with all the reading and watching and everything, I really believe that the reason why we're not further along is because we're, we just haven't united like we could and we need to. I mean, these talk shows and stuff are great, but if we got people going to put data together and compile it and stuff, people are asking me about, is there any data to show volumes and where people are located in the U.S.? And I couldn't find one. A couple of people said there was uh, two that were done at one time and stuff, but I could not find them, so that's why I started it on my website. And if we can build that data, then when we go present, like when I, I keep trying to get appointments with different people and the cities and stuff so that I can go make a presentation to them and I really want to build a group. And eventually I'm going to get there and build that group that I'm dreaming about doing. But it's going to take time, it's going to take effort, and it's going to take energy. But that data will help support what we do. If those people are working on what the effects are for directed energy, think about it. once that data is compiled, they can let other of us who are fighting it for data too. And if I can get my database built that shows where people are, what cities, what concentrations they are, you know, maybe some areas are targeted. My database is also so that we can show whether who's targeted more, male or female. But I already know the answer to that because with all the people I've talked to and all the stuff I've read and seen and on YouTube and everything, it seems that women outweigh it far more than men by far. But we yeah, really and you do need that database. 
so those databases. Survey, the database is ready, and it will be collecting demographics. It will collect all of that information as well. Um, and so that, that will be very helpful. And just so you know, Joan, Kate is out there working nonstop to help TIs, and also she's. No, you know what? I receive I receive emails every day from her about education. I don't know how she does it. This is not about Kate. It's just I I need these people who have the names. No, but I, I but I'm trying to say also that that Kate also reached out to Bill Binney and Kirk Weeby and other whistleblowers and brought like-minded people and people with clout and with uh, knowledge and intelligence to help, to help us do this. So you don't know how much she's doing behind the scenes to help the TI community. No, I do. I receive emails every day. I look at all her YouTubes, the information I told her. I mean, I, I would never have even, I mean, I listen to all Bill Benny and I, I listen to an interview with Karen Stewart Yesterday, I mean, on YouTube, I do know that I get it. She's, she's more. And a lot, a lot of people will discourage us from the survey, but um, I think if you think about it, you don't have anything to lose, and you only have something to gain. But that's that's for you to to figure out. Um, it is an opportunity uh, to get your information down. Your name won't be on it, so you don't have to worry about. Uh, your name being disclosed unless you want it to be. And uh, anyway, so just think about that. And do realize that people are trying to help the community. Mm -hmm. And it is in a truly effective manner, I believe. And what this um, uh, gentleman was just saying. Yes, go ahead. I'm sorry. All right. Um, it's Mary. Um, I met you a while ago. We all met you, actually, a lot of us. Um, you got to realize, one, that this program is, is set up um, where subliminally, you know, they can have your best friend turn against you. This is frequencies. Um, so you need to realize that, and you need to realize that the people that you met are all beautiful people. Um and I can't say that enough. Um, and with the work that Carla and Kate, they've been working a whole year on this, you know, with the guidance of somebody that's trying to help us. And then another thing that comes to my mind is my mom has said from the beginning that we are each other's witness. We are each other's witness. Nobody could ever come up with stories that we have. And there are similarities and there are patterns. And maybe this is our way to bring it out. So you can't lose faith. You just can't because then they got you. You, you have to hang in there and, and trust the people that you met especially because you're not going to get a better crew. Well, I shouldn't say that because there's a lot of beautiful people on these calls, but we're good people, you know. And I'm sorry you're in so much stress tonight. And like Kate said, we've all been here. We've all been here. So 
don't feel awkward about it, okay? We're just further along. You know, we've had a little more time, and, um, you know, it's just the way the mind works, you know. You're, um, you're in, in a, yeah, you're in that really, really, really emotional place, and sometimes it's cyclic, you know. we Sometimes we go in there and, like, waves, it comes in waves, but... Um, you know, you can get a lot of strength from the community and you'll learn to, who to have faith in and um, you'll be able to see through the BS, you know, and, um, you know, just you have to, you know, remember if you need to talk to someone, there's many, many people who are willing to give them, uh, willing to give you their phone numbers as well. And so you just have to get to the point where you can maybe feel a little more stable. Um, and sometimes that just takes a little time and a little education and, um you know, but we're here for you, and these calls are here for you. And, you know, I think you would be more than happy to know uh, and just see what's really going on and, and the people that are trying to help and the people that are coming forward to help. You know, and, and as Kate says, people that maybe didn't listen to us before are now listening to us. So I think there's a, lot, there's a big reason to have some optimism. We need to be cautious, but, you know, at the same time, we have some reason to feel optimism, as I mentioned. And know that good will come out of bad. And we do have to have patience, guys. This isn't gonna this isn't gonna change overnight, you know. This is a culmination of, you know, I don't even know how many years. I, I don't know how long it was that Julie McKinney and Eleanor White were doing their work, but they made some substantial uh gains and you know, but I know for the past ten years a lot has happened and from what I understand the past couple years have been amazing. Um, as far as making headway in this community and, and trying to expose it. So, you know, this is a good time to be here and to be with this group. And, um, you know, and there's, and there's more and more information available, and the Internet is actually our friend at this point. And, um, you know, I'm willing to give you my phone number. You can call me anytime. You know, I, it, part of the reason why I'm okay and the reason one of the reasons I'm not as upset as I was, it's because, you know, I'm making myself available to other people. And um, just being of service to the community and being of service to others is is one of the best ways to find some, dare I say, joy, but some contentment, some happiness, some peace. You know, you get a lot of peace. Um, so, you know, once you can get yourself settled and, you know, we can kind of get you to a point where you're stabilized, you know, then you can find where you want to contribute. Does that make sense? Is she even here anymore? Can you guys hear me? Yeah. Yes. I can hear you, Ella. Thank you for everything you do to Ella. Thank you. Well, I don't know. She's not there, but if you guys have, I don't know where she went. If you guys have her number, you know, maybe you can text it to me. And um, well, we'll try I, to help I think her. the the whole world is in a very emotional place right now. There's just so much going on that's negative, and I think that is impacting a lot of people. Yeah, but, and it's more. Yeah. You know, we you are know. making a lot of progress, and um, you know, we are really very close to launching and I also want to take the opportunity to let people know you know Carla coded this whole thing 
And while everybody else was out enjoying the sunshine last summer, she was stuck coding this thing all day long, every day. So you have no idea how much work she's done. You have no idea how much work went into this. Yes, so get your asses out there and take that survey. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we'll be real upset if you don't. (laughs) We'll be we'll be on your on your phone calling you. Did you guys put the survey in chat for everybody? Uh, No, we're not gonna. Bill and Kirk are gonna do a release, and they're gonna. No, I meant to. To add to it, to add data for us to send our data? Or are you done collecting data? Oh, no, we haven't even begun. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, if you send me an email, I will post it on my website when you get ready to release and ask people. Well, you'll know about it. It'll be announced when we're getting ready to release. So, you know, we're hopefully going to do it through all of the conference calls uh, with all the moderators. Mm-hmm. We want to unite everybody. It's it's very important. It is serious, you know. Hey guys, can I make a quick announcement real quick? Um, sure. I'm going to be switching my Monday and Wednesday calls. I usually have them at like 5 p.m. Central, so I'm just going to be doing after calls on uh, Tuesday and Thursday after Ella's calls. I'm going to uh, do one tonight. Um, so I just wanted to kind of make that announcement so everybody knows. Thank you, Kyle. Yeah, thank you, what, Kyle. What time are they going to start normally, Kyle? Uh, well, I mean, it's whenever Ella ends her calls. You yeah, I went a little long. In. Yeah, I just okay. got, uh, yeah. What was and your I'm, number again? Yeah. Go ahead. It's, uh, 342 uh, Okay, I'll post that on my. Uh, um, okay. I'm sorry, um, there was a bit of time there. I'm sorry, I was being negligent of the call. Um, I got a call from the police, and they saw my son, and uh, so I'm sorry. I know it kind of escalated when I was away, so I I apologize for not moderating. But it's okay; it all worked out fine, um, you know. And hopefully, this woman will be in touch with some people and. Um, again, I apologize that, yeah, I, for 30 minutes I wasn't even paying attention, so. So is your, you take is, care. Is, is your son coming home then? Uh, no, he's not. They can't find him again, so. Oh. Yeah, it's okay, guys. I mean, we're all going through our own things, you know, but prayers, I appreciate any prayers. My son is really lost right now, and he's targeted, and at least in my opinion, and I say that's 99% true because um, I know my son. But, you know, prayers and prayers for everybody. You know, this is just tough, everyone going through it. Absolutely, yeah. Ella. God. Yeah. Sorry for okay. what you're going through. Yeah, I'm sorry we're all going through times, you know. And, um, you know, it's just I can only do so much, and then you have to turn it over to God or your higher power, whatever that is, you know. So right. uh, yeah. that's it. That's all I can do. And sorry, guys, if I didn't get to everybody. Um, you know, and some of you know, some of you know that I won't unmute some people for whatever reasons. I'm honest with them, and I tell them. But um, I, I see there's still a lot of people that want to talk, and it's, it's this is a very long call. So I think if maybe we can move over to Kyle's call or to his room, and then you guys can have an opportunity to speak. 
So, um, and also, if I unmute too many people at once, it's just too loud and it gets unproductive. So, I hope you guys understand that. Yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and start opening my room up. Um, okay. So, Sounds all right, guys. I'll see y'all over there. Okay. Thanks. Thanks, Kyle. So, um, right, what's Kyle? Guys. Hey, Kyle. What's your number again? I'm gonna put it in the chat. One four two three nine four. And Ella, our thoughts are with you and your son. What's that, Carla? Our thoughts are with you and your son. We will. Yeah. Uh, you. Yeah. Carol, and my the phone number again. Oh, to call there? Okay. So to get into Auntie Kyle's room, you just dial the same number, um, 724-444-744 number, and his chat room number is 142394. Again, at 142394, and I'll probably go there myself. And uh, I hope you guys um, got something out of tonight. And um, uh, Thursday, I have three guys coming on. Um, they're going to just talk about the corruption of our country and trying to take our country back because that's part of the issue as well. So, um, anyways, on that note, I'm going to go ahead and end the call, and hopefully I'll see okay, some thank of you guys. You, Bella. Okay, thank, thank you. you, guys. Thanks. And thanks for coming thank on. You. and. In reassuring people, you know, people get nervous, you know, they get scared that something's not going to happen or something's going to fall through the cracks or whatever it may be. So thanks for coming on and reassuring people. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Good night.